D&D and nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Welcome to D&D nerds. <laughs> so, uh, John, as the person who did the write-up, do you want to provide a, just a couple sentence summary of uh, what happened last time? Sure. So after uh, it being uh, the Lanther Isles for a while, the party decided to uh, take on Seeking Tentrix. Um, they were successful in infiltrating um, uh, Driftwood Docks and ended up battling him and some of his uh, cronies um, and turned him into a cow, a kitten first, then a cow, and had a long, we had a long discussion about whether he could survive in a portable hole. <laughs> and he did as a cow and then as a back as a humanoid form. Um, but of course he found the, uh, that vacuum armor that we have. Yeah. You, you, you helpfully provided him with, with an evac suit in there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but of course at the end he, uh, thank you. At the end he, um, he was, uh, we were interrogating him and he, his head exploded because he was about to divulge information that, that, um, apparently someone didn't want him to do so. Right. Someone who had a psychic link with him. Right. Exploded his head, but luckily he was in a vacuum suit. So you less brain matter on you. So good job there. Way way to plan ahead with the evac suit guys. (laughs) We thought of that. Yeah, totally. Um, so then uh, tonight, my understanding is that you're starting to sail north back towards Neverwinter to pick up your Halruin skyship, which is allegedly ready for pickup and has been restored to its uh, state of glory. In fact, it's called the Morning Glory, uh, being named most recently for the Church of Lathander. Um, who's in command this evening? Who's captaining? Probably not Melandor. Yeah, Probably not. I guess I guess I'd be Ingvar. Probably the right. Ingvar. Ingvar, what do you? What are your orders, sir? We are, we are currently on our way to Neverwinter. You're right? currently still in the Nilanther Isles, um, having <laughs> sailed out of uh, the Driftwood Docks. You made your way back to Skaug, where your other ship was, the port of Skaug. And we left Callus. Uh, uh, what's that? We left Callus with his ship with the Devil's Fin. Callus, uh, yes, he um, and the Devil's Fin stay in the port of Skaug. Yeah. But you're then back on your ships and currently in the port of Skaug in the Nilanthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's time to, to head back up to Neverwinter, take care of business there. Okay, so uh, roll a d6 just to see if anything occurs all route that we need to worry about. Roger that. A five. Oh, you definitely see something. Roll a d100. A rank three whirlpool connected to the elemental plane of water. <laughs> Well, you see that, <laughs> but you don't get taken in by it. You're like, we know what this is. Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> it's not the same whirlpool, but it, it has a recognizable characteristic to it. Yeah. Uh, you, you're able to steer clear of that. Yeah, um, how do we know for Unless you want to head for it. You know, uh, we can. I said I uh, wanted to stick to, quote, the plan. But if you <laughs> tell me that you're sailing into the elemental plane of water, we'll just deal with that. I mean, we talked about going to other planes. You certainly did, and here's your chance. Doesn't but seem the like the most water prudent has thing no to do. Surface. It's just water. Mm. Maybe it has a surface, but uh, it's mostly just water. Mm-hmm. And there are people on your boat who probably wouldn't survive that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on that. Let's, okay. let's well, uh, you know, yeah. even it wasn't six. Um, <laughs> I mean, you still would have had a chance to avoid it, right? But. All right, so you don't really see one of those, um, and for whatever reason, decide not to take advantage of that. It's so strange. Um, <laughs> I'm moving your token 
your ship token up towards Neverwinter. You sail past, uh, we'll just assume that you, you know, stop a few times for supplies and so forth and all of that's fairly uneventful unless you need it to be eventful. Um, and now you're in Neverwinter, changing map to Neverwinter. Zoom enhance on Neverwinter. <coughs> and here you are. It's been a while, it's been a couple of months since you've been in Neverwinter. Uh, while your ship, uh, while your new skyship was being retrofitted, you were last in Neverwinter when you defeated uh, the black dragon Garundar the Vile with the aid of the mist dragon Thalagirt um, and destroyed some of his kobolds uh, that were there in Pirate's Skyhold. And you made a deal with Mardred the Many to get the Hellruin skyship, formerly known and now known again as the Morning Glory, repaired for um, several thousand gold. <coughs> So the but you used to have a lot of contact. You spent several sessions in Neverwinter, and so there's a bunch of factions you can kind of check in on. Um, just to list those out for you, there's the Order of the Many Starred Cloak, who has uh, your ship, presumably at Cloak Tower. There's the Harpers at the House of a Thousand Faces. There's the Cromor family at Gilby's House. Um, there's the Kuotoa, a leftover of the Abolethic Sovereignty, who uh, used to worship the Abolethic Sixaro, um, and are now led by the uh, Succubus Rohini. Um, a, uh, there's the Church of Valkyr at Storm Sanctuary, the temple founded by Ingvar and led by Janora Stormsrake. There's Dagolt Neverember, the leader of, uh, well, the whole city, uh, who's at Castle Never. And there's, um, you've hung out at the Sailor's Bar at the Beach Leviathan before. You can always check back with sailors there and have a, a carousing good time there. So where to first, gents? You're, at, you're on the harbor. Uh, Wherever that is. I know what Ingvar's first stop wants to be. That's Storm Sanctuary. Okay. Well, you're near it, um, right? It's uh, it's near the harbor. As I recall, it's here. Is that right? Does that look right to you? Maybe. Uh, Mike? I think it was that one. Um, okay. So um, you're able to make your way that direction. Uh, anything from Galron or uh, Balandor about that? Um, I'm fine. I was just gonna say that you know the um, you know making your way over to Cloak Tower is the you know, biggest thing on Galron's list. Yeah, Cloak uh, Tower is kind of at the back of the city. So right, right. We'll get back. there eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's that's correct to me. Okay, um, so you stop in at Storm Sanctuary. Just make a make a D twelve roll to see what what time of day it is. It's two in the presumably afternoon. <laughs> um, when when you or it could be two in the morning, and then you sleep it off till two in the afternoon. Um, uh, it's two in the afternoon when you arrive at Storm Sanctuary. Uh, so it, there, that's in between prayer times. There's not like you know, there's kind of like a morning service and an evening service, and there's it's kind of a lull during the day. Sailors stop in and pray a little bit, um, uh, and then roll a d20 just to kind of uh, see how what how it's going at the moment. I know how it's going overall from my rolls out of game. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, so th there's. Jared rolled a one. We'll use that later, Jared. Don't worry. Um, we'll use that on whatever the next roll is. Whatever well, it is. Not a waste. Um, <laughs> definitely saving that. Pocketing that one. Um, so Janora's there. She seems like she's in a good mood. She's like counseling a sailor on some problem he's having because he, you know, has been away for months and he's worried about his family. And she's, you know, talking <coughs> through that, uh, you know, providing a little mental health counseling for your local sailors, um, which is a, you know, a, a nice service that the church of Velka provides. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, at one of the tables, uh, a, a few sailors just playing what looks like a friendly game of cards. No knives are out. Um, everybody's laughing and there's definitely some, um, some drink flowing. 
as I recall, you've uh, part of your halo effect is that it takes a long time for people to get drunk there or poisoned. So that is a popular uh, pastime <laughs> of this uh, temple. It is definitely uh, a temple slash sailors bar. Um, so she, when she sees you, she uh, gets excited. She comes right up and hugs you, thanks you for writing letters. Uh, because you did, and that apparently makes a huge difference for Ingvar <laughs> with his personal relationships. Um, and she says, what have you been up to? Oh, man. Um, we have been... Uh, let's see. When was the last time I, I wrote to you? Um, I, I, <laughs> so much has been going on. Um, most recently, we, we went and um, uh, met up with Seeking Tentrix of the Black Armada, um, actually ended up taking him out. Good job. Um, got a little bit of information from him. Um, and, and I think we've definitely, does that um, mean no pirate, no more pirate attacks? Well, I, I think they won't be nearly as organized. So hopefully oh, it, things will get back down to their, their regular level. Of, well done. Of you. Piracy marauding. Um, thanks. Um, it was, a, it was a team effort, you know, couldn't have done it without my crew. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, where we're, we're currently trying to find as much information as we can eventually we want to um uh take on slark Rathel, and then once that's over i'm gonna go and and take over for what's his name and the, and the the other place <laughs> oh oh good old what's his name <laughs> oh, gosh, first that's uh, with him yes says, yes that guy yes. i remember that from your letter mm -hmm. yeah so so really just trying what's to, his name? yeah I don't know. I don't know if you've met uh, this guy. Gosh, I don't remember names right now. If only we had a wiki. Ballandor. Ballandor. There we go. <laughs> no. Uh, who's this? Who's this Triton with you? Uh, so, Triton. so funny story. Um, Sparks flying there. I I I summoned a celestial, and Valkyrie sent this guy, and he's not going away. He's still around. So. <laughs> Wow, That's does cool. that affect is that spell slot permanently gone? She asked. You know, we'll cleric talk. <laughs> um uh I hope not. I, I I've been I, You actually don't know. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. GM hasn't informed you of such, but maybe <laughs> that would definitely impact the way that I think about John's character. Um <laughs> <laughs> can you dismiss him if you stop concentrating on him? <laughs> I mean, I've definitely gotten drunk since he first got conscious. So <laughs> normally that makes things go away that I've been concentrating on, but he's still here. So huh. have you tried to spell magic? Remove curse? I can. I, I think I've got remove curse memorized. Do you want me to cast it on you and see if we can get rid of it? Is he bugging you? Uh, <laughs> did he tell you how I revivified him last? Uh... Well, yes, yes. He has been helping so far. No, he didn't mention that part yet. No. Um, he, he's he's been he's mostly been helpful as long as um <laughs> you don't let him go off about what's going to happen when he gets in water. That's, that's the only. Oh, oh, Mike's Mike's trying to join. Oh, uh, hey, cool. By the way, have you been in water? <laughs> Janora doesn't say he's trying. To join. Would you like to join me in some water? <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that my catchphrase? Wait till I get in the water. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you see me in the water. <laughs> yeah, John, you may. Yeah, that's the right. <laughs> We're gonna get what? Google Me crasher crashers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the link he's trying. Try harder. 
Do better. Well, we could start a new Google Meet, but he's restarting. Okay. Sounds like he might join us after all. That'd be good. Didn't oh, yeah. specify what he was restarting, so well, that'll impact the time. I'll, I'll remain hopeful. Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, she says that the ministry here in Neverwinter has been going great. They've uh, a lot of progress has been made, and. Uh, there, th she is excited about your new airship and thinks that you should throw a huge christening party for it um, and suggests that you spend a lot of money doing that, but she says they can chip in too. Um, so there's that. And she said, oh, and those crazy Kuotoa stopped by a while ago and left you this. And she pulls out like what looks like a canopic jar. You know, it's like a jar with like a, you know, a jackal head on it. Uh, and it looks like it kind of screws off. And she's like, I have been afraid to open it. We tried teaching those Kuotoa about Valkyr, um, but they didn't really seem very impressed by what we told them <laughs> about her. Uh, they're lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I miss those guys. Uh, sweet. So I take the lid off and see what's in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it is definitely you full of... Release um, the curse. Some, Sorry. Some kind of slime. Uh and possibly down in the slime, it looks like there's maybe some kind of stone tablet. Interesting. Reach on it. Hang on, I'm letting yeah. Mike in. Be still, my beating heart. Hey, that's too soon. Um, <laughs> I'm, we're glad you're here, Mike. Uh, we're in Neverwinter, and we're at the uh, Temple of Valkyr, and... Uh, he, um, Janora just handed Ingvar a canopic jar full of slime, and we're about to find out what's inside. From the abolithic sovereignty, the the yeah, from the from the Kotoa guys. Okay, that's right. where we are. Yeah, and we're glad you you're reach with your us. hand into the slime and pull it out. I'm I was sick. thinking more of like calling for a bowl or basin that I can spread it all out. Oh, and... Smart guy. summoning a celestial to make it. Make it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Burn another you know, permanent I'm, spell. Someone. I'm right here. I'm like, I told you, Laura, <laughs> I'm gonna summon a celestial. Hey, Bellendor, <laughs> come stick your hand in this goo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you celestial. So Bellendor reaches his hand in down up to the elbow because oh, it's actually a fairly big canopic jar. Yeah, and he pulls out this uh, slimy stone tablet. You know, and it's. You know, roughly iPad sized, uh, let's say, you know, eight, nice. eight, by, eight by 12, page sized, um, full of uh, what looks like uh, little carvings. Um, uh, let's see, what are your languages, Ingvar? Or maybe it was left for Galron. Who was who was closer with the Abolithic Sovereignty Code to us? It was Galron, wasn't it? Mouse. Well, Mouse, obviously. Galron and Mouse, I think. Yeah. So. Okay, it's probably addressed to Galron then, yeah. not Ingvar. But they left oh, it here was... knowing that you guys would eventually I, come here. I, I, I was ranked two. I had 13 renowned. With were you? Okay, well, uh, if you were tracking it, then that's not nothing. Who um, was it that ate the Koatoa or the. That was oh, definitely Mouse. Mouse. That was Mouse. Yeah. I, did, I did too. Okay, that's right. Oh, you also did, but you weren't affected the same way. That's true. No, I yeah. wasn't. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> well, what languages did you. Sh did, did any of you speak like deep speech? Primordial, Terran, Ignan, Aquan. It's probably yeah. Aquan. 
I, I just do uh, common elvish, but in, in the past elvish. we communicated with them mostly by Ingvar casting tongues on Galron. Oh, that's right. right. That's but this would actually be this would actually be comprehend languages because it's script, and, it's written. And, and, I have, and I have that as a ritual. I have comprehend okay. languages as so a ritual. So it's 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 definitely in a language that you don't natively speak. We you have get, to cast you cast as a ritual comprehend languages. And then it resolves into speech you can understand from whatever it was, probably deep speech. Sure. Um, and it basically says, uh, the, here's the gist of it, uh, from oop de oop the, uh, the cultic leader of the um, Kotoa. oop de oops having a party. <laughs> You're invited. Click yes. Yes, no, or maybe. Um, <laughs> It says, uh, we dream of dark tentacles encircling the earth and long to serve the most powerful creature of the sea. We have gone to join ourselves to it. Uh-oh. Doesn't sound good. So that's like gone fishing? Be back <laughs> after apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they're referring to the Abolith and not Slarkrathel. What an, an Abolith. Yeah, that's, yeah, not the Anabolith. Mm. Okay. So neat. <laughs> <laughs> and if Slarkrathel gets oop de oop and the others, they they're gonna be right? unstoppable. No stopping it there. <laughs> Formidable, I believe, is the term you want. Yeah, there's a reason that you could never kill those guys. <laughs> because they're so cute little fish guys. Right. Okay, <laughs> cute. <laughs> Adorable with their little slimy heads. Adorable. We roll up on Slarkathel and they're there in the vanguard. And we're like, oop de oop! Oh no! <laughs> <Or a> conundrum! <laughs> oop de oop would be sound like Atlanta rappers from the early 2000s. Instead of saying hootie who. That's how he dresses. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pimp cup like Lil John. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, uh, and like, you know, baggy pants that hang around his butt. Does he have a grill? Yeah, a big, a big old gold grill and big old chains. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yep. Even if he was speaking common, we'd have to cast tongues on him to understand him with that thing in. Wow! Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> I'm not associated with that comment. Um, <laughs> I expect that from me. Know, from so, you, I expect that. All I know is that when 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 my wife has her mouthpiece in at night and she tries to talk to me, I can't understand a word she's saying. So if she, it was made of metal, I'm also not diamonds. associated with that comment, Alice. <laughs> um, yeah, like she listens to this. <laughs> well, your boy might. I don't know. She anyway. has quote better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> to be a theme. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so what do you do with the stone tablet? It's probably not cursed. It's probably Reboot totally it. cursed. I figure I put it back in the slime, you know, keep it, <laughs> paperweight, <laughs> you know. And like put it. that in the portable hole for your next polymorph thing to find? <laughs> no, that's go going, uh, um, See, I don't know, maybe, maybe. On purpose. <laughs> I would use it as an ornament somewhere on the ship, maybe like in the altar room. Framed on the wall. <laughs> For all to read, if they know deep speech. I mean, the canopic jar probably makes a decent portable toilet. <laughs> uh, okay, so you have that, um, and Janora says, "Yeah, uh, she, she, uh, I told, yeah, she uh, says um, you should throw a huge party for the blessing of the morning glory when you get it back." And uh, you, 
you ask her about the purple rocks, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. If she knows Roll anything, a d20 yeah. for how much she knows. Because she might know some stuff. We're not counting Jared's one here. Thanks. Eight. Ooh. And eight. Well, too bad, because I prepared something. So it was a false <laughs> roll. <laughs> like, yeah, I think maybe I know the following facts. <laughs> right. Like here, yeah. um, GM called for a dice roll, but didn't want to. So um, she... Uh, she says, oh yeah, I was reading something about that. And she pulls this book out and she says, it, and it's like, the, you know, famous temples of Velker or whatever. She was like, yeah, you know, I was looking for design tips um, and uh, was looking at this book and it, it actually has a chronicle of when some temples were built. And it says in the temple listings, they include a temple being constructed on the purple rocks about 50 years ago. But then oh. the listing of temples from 30 years ago doesn't include that temple interesting um it's yeah it was it was built in in vilkstead which is in the purple rocks or near vilkstead somewhere but there's then there's no record of it 20 years later and it's never mentioned after that either huh. um so so that was i was asking years ago and 30 years ago uh, correct or whatever okay yeah okay. and so then two years ago she said i asked around a little bit and two years ago um there was a valkyrian missionary from here named Hrodi Rimax, that's H-R-O-D-I, pronounced like Rhodey from, uh, you know, Iron Man. Hrodi yeah. um, Rimax, who left for the Purple Rocks two years ago, but we haven't, we, did, we never got like letters back or anything. So Hrodi might still be there. Hmm. I, huh. I, 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 I wonder, I, I need to send a letter to Vok to see if he knows anything about this. I don't know if anyone else would know more. That's not I love that we've conditioned Ingvar to the point where his immediate solution is, I must write a letter. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be, let's go check it out. But, you know, we could also check it out in the very, very future after we find a response from someone. That's right. <laughs> Just saying. First letters. We, 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 I mean, it would be completely out of the way to go there first, right? We could send a letter in advance, and then that would give them time to prepare a response. It was a very formal time period that we you know, that we're playing in. Yeah. <laughs> Where only Ingvar has to write letters. Yes. <laughs> Nobody else gets any flack for not writing letters. Only Ingvar. It's one of the house rules. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to cast Sending to Vok to see if he does anything. I was just going New to do mobile a letter. this. a text message. <laughs> I was going to send a letter so that Dave wouldn't have to like come up with this on his feet, but since you guys gave me crap about letter, <laughs> no, you, sending. Send, you do a sending to rock. What does it say? You get 20, you get what? 25 words and he gets a 25 word response. Uh, he might only be 20. Yeah. It's, it's something. Okay. Compose like that. that on fly. Here we go. I'm, I'm now counting your words. Okay. That doesn't One, count. Two, three. <laughs> Vok, this is Ingvar. Uh, what do you know? about the temple built on the purple rocks 50 years ago and Brody. Can't, can't remember his last name. Rimax. Rimax, okay. Uh, and Rody Rimax. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his response is also limited to 20 words, as I recall, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to hear it. That's like a hundred words for him. Um, yeah, you get five hundred <laughs> words. Two hundred fifty-five yeah, characters. Sorry, it, it is twenty-five. Twenty-five words or less. Okay, then you're um, able to say sincerely yours, Ingvar, yeah. <laughs> in friendship. <Hornaven. laughs> 
yours and Valker. Um, so he gets 25 okay. word response? Uh, yes. Uh, can answer in a like manner immediately. Okay. Uh, what what if he's busy and can't answer immediately? Does it lost? Uh, I don't know. I, I anyway. guess. Yeah, he's like, I'm busy right now. Um, he sends back the following response. Count my words. Okay. Okay. Ingvar, so nice to hear from you again. <laughs> really hoping we see each other soon. Rody was a missionary we sent to the Purple Rocks. I think that's it. Is that 25? I, I think so. Yeah, that's okay. what I got. That, that's, that's <laughs> <what> I got. <laughs> he thought he had 500 words. <laughs> okay. All right. Ingvar starts writing a letter. I was hoping I'd get to say a few years ago who I thought I had five okay. more. Either way. <laughs> Can't you pass send again and say win? Well, well, well we, we knew he was missing now. Say he was two years ago. He was in a meeting. Don't know. <laughs> we don't know what happened to him after he left two years ago to go to the Purple Rocks, and we don't know what happened to the temple that was there a few years ago. So. Several castings of sending later, <laughs> neither does Vox <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, I'll roll like a, a D6 to figure out how many additional spending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here, I'll, do, I'll do 2D4. And then we'll do a one. Seven, seven, seven <laughs> castings of sending later. You resolve that right. he knows as much as you do. <laughs> so do we now? Do we need a long rest after that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> so, so taxing. <laughs> Go take a nap. And it's a third level spell. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So I have one fifth, one sixth, then all my first and second spell slots. So <laughs> get Yankee attack. <laughs> Oh, because it's third level, right? Yeah, it's a third level spot. Yeah, slot. sucking up those high level slots. That's sweet. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's what you get out of uh, Janora and, in this case, Vakdor. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I definitely compliment Janora on the decorating of the of the temple. And... It does look great, actually. I rolled a 17 for like how Church of Valkyrie is doing. So they're doing, you know, splendidly. Nice. Awesome. I look. I tell her, you know, we've got other business to do around town, but uh, I definitely will be checking it as often as I can while we're here. Uh, would you be willing to lead a guest sermon either tomorrow morning or evening? Sure. I'm sure that the sailors would love to hear from you for a change. I'm sure they're tired of hearing from me every day. Uh, yeah. Watkins totally. like, I'll lead it. <laughs> Watkins here? <laughs> of course Watkins here. You got the most again. <laughs> Watkins <laughs> uh, <laughs> not only here, he's like quickly making friends with all the sailors at the table over there gambling. I feel like Ingvar is constantly sending him on like busy work errands, and every time he pops up, I'm like, "You're here again." Seriously? You keep sending him to the front, hoping he'll be killed uh, by the Hittites. Oh, it man. just doesn't happen. Yet. <laughs> oh man. Um, <sighs> yep. Okay. Uh, what's next? Um, I, I think there are, I'm trying to remember, what was the um, Harper, uh, like, you know, well, chef area? Um, uh -huh, so that's the the House of a Thousand Faces. So if you zoom out in your Neverwinter map, you'll see that, like, if you head north across the bridge, you'll be at Castle, ne Castle Never. And then if you t hang a left, you'll go to the Beach Leviathan. If you hang a right and go a few blocks, uh, you'll end up near the House of a Thousand Faces and yeah. 10 there. Well, if if we're going past Castle Never anyway, we should probably at least drop check by in with Daggle. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. with the Grim from the Lords yeah. Alliance. 
Yep. Concur. Is this like, have, I guess, I mean, I assume I've reported back already to them, or is this that? This would be that. This would be the first contact you have with, uh, I mean, theoretically, you guys would have stopped in water, for, water deep for supplies, but it's cooler if you're making your report here in Neverwinter. Yeah, yeah. So you start walking up towards Castle Never, and, and I don't know if you remember this from before, but it used to be that the guards were dressed kind of shabbily and the stonework looked like it needed repair and stuff. But it actually looks like a lot of progress has been made. There's new uniforms on the guards, um, a bunch of new stonework repairs on the castle. Uh, there's like flowered garlands everywhere and kind of an air of celebration. Um, and uh, it looks like things have definitely been going well for Daggle or the Lord's Alliance uh, or... So uh, the guards are still a little snobby towards you guys, uh, but as soon as you flash a Lord's Alliance badge, they simper and, uh, you know, kiss up to you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, why don't you roll me a, a charisma intimidation on that anyway, Grim, just because that'll be fun. Right. 12. Okay, so they're, they're not, they don't understand how powerful you really are. Uh, right. Um, but, or they think they're You do. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Even here in the group. Um, <laughs> even little, sometimes yeah. grim, right? Even when you look in the mirror, right. um, <laughs> I don't know you anymore. <laughs> Are you powerful? I just don't know. <laughs> I love that that's your voice when you talk to yourself, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you stupid girl. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you make your way into Daggle Never Ember's throne room there in Castle Never, and he is resplendent in like oh, new like silk robes and like gold embroidery everywhere and like a jaunty crown you don't remember from before he looks like things he looks like the gm rolled a 19 on how he's doing basically yeah okay. um and he's like grim my boy come to me he embraces <laughs> you heartily is that shifty mayor guy still around hanging around you ask about him, and he's like, actually, funny story, we found out that he was a, uh, a, um, an agent of the Kraken Society, so we had him beheaded, and you would not believe the crowd that drew. Apparently, he was a jerk to all kinds of people, and I wasn't really, I didn't realize that. Anyway, so, yeah, we killed Soman Galt uh, since you've been here, and I think good riddance on that. Awesome. You have to agree, yeah. Oh, everything's uh, coming up Neverwinter. In yeah, fact, it, um, if you go out back, I think we still have his head on a on a pike. If you do want to have a look, it. I mean, it, you you should see the expression on his face. Classic. Yes. Yeah. In Ingvar's walking before he stops talking. He's like, you gotta see it. <laughs> uh, make a charisma save. In Ingvar. Ingvar. Yeah. Okay. Twenty six. You well. You managed to avoid falling over laughing. But it is a very funny expression on his face of just complete surprise that he was caught. Oh, man. Um, Ingvar is going to be making that face all night over dinner. <laughs> guys, <laughs> 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 guess, guys, guess who I am? Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they, they found that, uh, that agent of the Kraken Society and had him killed. Um, and, uh, yeah, so back to whatever Grimm was about to, oh, so, uh, Daggle says, Leral wrote, uh, recently, you know, Leral Silverhand from, from Waterdeep, head of the Lord's Alliance, wrote recently to me, obviously, we're in, uh, you know, correspondence regularly, but she said, say hi to you, Grimm, she remembers you, we were talking okay. about you in a letter, and she remembers you. 
She oh, says really? some kind of weird thing went down in Waterdeep that nobody quite ever figured out. But but you were involved, and, and she, uh, you know, I think has a, a great deal of respect for that. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to ask you for for like a detailed after action report on whatever you saw in in Ruithim, uh, you know, and and whatever you saw in the Nelanther Isles. Uh, scribes, scribes, get over here, please. Scribes, scribes, we need you. Like five, five, like smartly dressed scribes appear with their new pen and quill. And he's like, scribes, scribes, take this down. Everything he says, you, it, there's five of you. I want each of you to record every fifth word. And you, you're not a scribe, but I want you to look over their shoulders and make sure they're doing it right. And so they like, you know, they no get ready pressure. to like record every word right. that, that Grim says about uh, what he's been doing. So report, Grim. <clears throat> so you said, where should we start? Um, well, when last I saw you, you were headed, uh, you know, from here, you were headed uh, down, I think, back to Gunderland. And then you were, uh, I've heard you've been on Ruithim. I've heard you were in the Nelanthers, probably the Moonshays. And then I think something about, you know, the Black Armada. Tell me everything, everything, yeah. everything. Um, so I do. I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> no, so I just, I, I do. I, I, you know, in very just wonderful, you know, detailed terms. I explained to him how we have, uh, we've traveled, you know, up and down the Sword Coast. We've been able to uh, chase down, um, you know, really the initial mission that he sent us on was to see what's going with the Black Armada. And we've discovered, you know, that there is a bigger picture out there. Um, d does he know about the the ghost shit like does he even know about all of that like when the the ghost ship and and um, yeah i mean that uh, happened here in neverwinter so yeah 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 so i mean i'm assuming you know he knows that and so um so yeah so we you know we've kind of started and and um to search out uh kind of to the black armada and its connection to slarkothel and umberly and and all of these things and um you know we were able to successfully kill, um, well, that's that's actually the interesting part because we captured and had the head of the Black Armada. Um, Sea King Tentrix himself? Yes, we had Tentrix. Tell me you and... brought me his head to put on a pike. I've, see, I've got thing. to see his expression. Yeah. <laughs> see, so that's where things get a little interesting because we had him in a boat and we had removed him from... I mean, you really have to see this this floating ship island. I mean, it's just it was pretty amazing. But anyway, we were able to get him away from Scribes, that. Take a sketch based on his description. Go right. On. And so so I describe it in two different ways. One that looks at the picture description, <laughs> but I'm like, it could also be the there way was, that it's described. There were six this eight way. ships. <laughs> Either lashed together or in a cross. It's unclear. Just unclear. Right. It sort of depends on whether you read the, the text of the <laughs> right. deep or look at the pictures or look at the maps. Right. It's, it's all, all pretty variable. Right. So there might have been some, yeah. some mystical magic on that ship. Grim's like, I was high on shrooms the whole time. Right. So, <laughs> um, so the five scribes we, come up with five different drawings. Right, right. There we go. Um, so, you know, and I explained that we had Tentrix. We we were questioning him, and then his head exploded. Just make a performance roll for like how that punchline goes. 21. It went well. Uh, he audibly gasps, as do all the scribes. 
Right. And like they shake a little bit when I'm like, and his head exploded. <laughs> and just big gestures. Oh, all right. It's it's um, like when C3PO tells things to the Ewoks. Right. <laughs> um so we uh we were able to to do that and so from that we believe that the black armada is significantly weakened if not you know essentially you know ultimately will disband um do you now, have the corpse still in the vacuum suit he asks i think so may i see it of course this so, is a thing of beauty, he says, to like the faceplate covered in gore. Well, with a flourish, yeah. Outside? I, outside? Uh, not in the vacuum suit, but you can certainly have the corpse itself. Hmm, a headless corpse. We could put Soman Gold's head on it. There you go. And, and get a necromancer to make it dance for us. There you go. That's what I was thinking. That, be oh, that reminds me. Be wrong. Grim, tell him about the reggae band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you should have heard. <laughs> they come in with a drum and then they come in with a drum again. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, and then Ruithim, what what does he know about what happened at Ruithim? Well, what he knows is uh, Vokdor's getting old and doesn't write very much and they were they wanted to be a member of the Lord's Alliance, but the Lord's Alliance has kind of been keeping them at arm's length. They let Gunderlin in kind of like as a test of island kingdoms and how they would do. And first axe uh, you know, red axe up on Gunderlin is has, has kind of been working out, but not that great. And so, like, Vokdor wanted to be into the Lord's Alliance. He, he explains, like, whole Lord's Alliance internal politics to you. And he's like, and so we've kind of been holding off till Vokdor dies. I mean, how long can the guy last? But once he does, we're, we think if we can kind of install somebody that we trust there, and he's kind of looking at you, that, that maybe we'd let it into the Lord's Alliance. So I'm, I'm curious what your impression is of whether that would be a good idea he doesn't seem to know any of what you've done there. He's just talking about Ruthim generally and its relationship to the Lord's Alliance. That's where he's coming from. On that. Um, I pull my teammates aside and, and I ask, uh, what happened <laughs> with me, sir, Huddle. Right, one second. What happened with Vokdor? Because I do not remember. He, he, remember, so, he was in chains in the temple of Valkyr. The Hollow Black you, Waves. And he, I think, was killed. Right. And then That's what back. I can't remember. Yeah, if... Well, so he was, he, he was, um, oh, he's blinded. He, he was caught up in a, yeah, so he was blinded, but then he was also caught up in a spell where he was, um, he and one of the baddies was like taken off to Valkyr and then Valkyr sent him, or with a statue, sorry, he was chained to a statue yeah. and the statue got, got zipped off the, to Valkyr. But he never came back, right? No, he did. Oh, Valkyr okay, sent did. back the, the, the statue restored with Vokdor restored. Okay. And then yeah, Vogue basically said that he knows he's getting old and he's going to retire soon. He wants he's Ingvar been both king over. and high priest, and he sort of suggested that the high priest part of that might go to Ingvar. Yeah, king it. part not so clear. Right. Okay. So, um, and uh, certainly Dagult Neverember is, let's say, interested in the politics of that. Okay. Um, so I, I think we, ex you know, kind of tell him everything and and that. Um, that there was, I don't know how to, whether or not to tell him about the Giants, because I worry that... Or the reggae band? Well, or the reggae band. Because <laughs> um, he might but, want a steel drum band of his own. That's right, that's right. He can, you know, steel drums are, are great. But uh, yeah, I am concerned about telling him about the Giants, because I don't want anybody to know that we let the or let the, the Lich King... Get his um, hat back. Oh, you're talking about the, yeah. the stone giant. 
yeah, not not the separate. Frost Giants situation because mm-hmm. there were you had oh, that's right, Frost that's Giants right. in the temple with Vokdor, and then there was over in the Umberley's blindfold, which, as far as I know, you've not mentioned him at all. Mm-hmm. There was right, the right. situation with the, the Dodd Kong's uh, necromantic crown, which yeah. got turned back to the Dodd Stone Giants. Okay, so yeah, so we don't tell him any of that. Anything you, about do you the, mention Umberley's blindfold? blindfold even no, exists? we don't. No, we don't. We skip over that. Um, and so, yeah, like you know, ruin them, like, and 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 we tell them that there were um, what was Mouse? Uh, he was a well, barbarian. Fearbold. No, 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 no. He was a friend. Fearbold. Of yeah, Fearbold. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> he was played by John. <laughs> <laughs> and who is John? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah so i don't tell them about like you know that that we kind of were complicit in the humans dying at the hands of the fear bulbs because of the fear you know oh um, he doesn't care about moonshade politics at all they're their okay. own thing he says okay so all right so then we just say yeah there was some stuff in the moonshades and then you start to tell him some moonshade stuff and yeah. the party's like and he's like no no no, i don't care about moonshades what i want to um, know is as a trusted agent of the lord's alliance would, and I trust your opinion here. Would you recommend Ruithim as an independent member of the Lord's Alliance? It's it's tricky because, and this is kind of like the EU letting you know Eastern European states in, right? He's like you know because it's not going to be like they're contributing a lot more, and they're gonna want troops for defense and so forth. But I, so, how do you feel about Ruithim as a member of the Lord's Alliance? What do you recommend? Well. Do we know what, ha- you know, I don't think we even know what happened to, I mean, other than Von Dork or Von Dock or whatever. Von Dork, I don't know what Von Dork. All right. So King George, uh, like. <laughs> Dork Von Dork. Got it. Right. Dork Von Dork. <laughs> um. I don't think we know anybody anything about any of their rulers other than somebody was letting lots of fear bulbs get killed. But that was done on the moon chase. Oh no, that was also happening there. Yeah, that was happening because they they had them all on the crosses. Yeah, Yeah, so I I don't know that we know anything other than I mean, because didn't we just ball out as soon as you pretty much were able to? But as a member of the Lord's Alliance, that's what he's most interested in hearing from you. Is do you recommend them for the Lord's Alliance? I mean. Probably not because they're. What about if you were the ruler? uh, If he says, if you ruled Ruithim, what then? You're only a couple of rank steps away from us installing you someplace, right? Um, And after you've taken care of the Black Armada, things look good for your career, right? Uh, Would you rather be, uh, you know, if something were to happen to the first acts of Gunderland? I mean, you know, political assassination or whatever. would you rather take over Gunderland? Graham, what's your five-year plan? Yeah, I mean, you know, where do <laughs> you mean, see yourself? yourself right? We know where you're you busy now. Ruling, but... uh, you know, as a subsidiary of the Lord's Alliance in a, you know, small uh, island nation part of that realm. doesn't have to be an island. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that Grim was planning on... You know, Luskin's over... also been trying to get into the Lord's Alliance, but that that's kind of a rough city. Uh, you know, there's... Jarlaxle's been kind of... <sighs> All over, Laraldi let it in, and he thinks he'd be in charge. Uh, you know, I don't recommend that, but but it, that position could theoretically be available. Um, 
You're in a job interview now, basically. Yeah, yeah. So oh. so he's kind of always liked this idea of Grim of the North, you know, and just, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, The far north, like Icewind Dale? Because we could do that, maybe. I don't know that far north, but I think, I mean, out of all those posts, Gunderland is probably the northernmost, right? Uh, um, it's not the northernmost, but it's the northernmost Grim would be willing to live, probably. Yeah, I think so. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think he kind of – do. We, I, I I I brief well I explain what happened with Prime Water and I say hmm. you know that he says so the villa's yours that's a that's a smart step good move right right so I explain what happened to Prime Water and that you know that we did not you know whatever implications that has either here or in Waterdeep like we didn't intend like that wasn't our intent to just you know go after Prime Water to murder just, yeah I mean it was you know so now you know. Because like, we understand family, murder just happens sometimes. It just happens, right? Part of the business. Um, and so now with the family connections and all that, you know, that's really where I think, you know, that's the best place and, and where it could be most effective. You know, the 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 connection to back home, you know, there's a brass mm-hmm. trade there. There's, you know, there's lots of things going on that we can definitely take well, advantage of. Well, as I of. understand it, Gunderland won't be safe until you've dealt with this Purple Rocks problem. Yeah, yeah. So that's... That's, I think, where we're, you know, the direction in which we're headed. And, um, and you know, once, I mean, at, at this point, you know, once we're able to take care of things to ensure that, that the seaways and the, the, the trade, the tradeways are, are, are safe, uh, then I think I would be ready to talk about installation as a leader. Okay. Uh, we'll, um, you know, we'll set a few things in motion and see if we can't uh, get King Red Axe to retire. Otherwise, we'll, uh, you know, speed that along, as it were. Yeah, that'll work. He's definitely talking about murdering a dude. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, look. For your political gain, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I said. But Red X uh, doesn't really like you. Right. Red X doesn't like me. And, and, and we know what we do uh, to those know, kind of people. Right. right. And so. <laughs> You, you had know, a couple of bad influence roles there, and that's going to end in murder. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, early levels, it's murder hobo. Higher levels, it's murder, but, you know, then other benefits. But not happen. hobos, because you have you have home. Exactly. Higher levels, it's, right. higher levels, it's oops, all murder. Like, right. <laughs> right. Um, right. It's murder plus rooms and teams. You, you know what I do say to him, though? I say, you know, if, if I'm to assume Red Axe's position... I'll be if, the one to put. You know, this is all very right, theoretical. If, if, but I'll be the one to put myself there, right? So, uh, so when it comes time for me to take the the throne, um, if it's in the best determination of you know the Lord's Alliance that that's the case that I'd be there, then I'll install myself there with your blessings. I think that's what the Islanders would really expect. Uh, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. They are so, and he says, uh, "Horn Ravens, you're from Gunderland. You you agree?" Yeah, I mean, Red Axe is like a friend of our dad's, but I don't know. I mean, it's not like we don't know him. <laughs> Your dad kind of screwed us over anyway, so. Yeah, well, dad did do that. I mean, we went to go save him, and it wasn't really his, you know, I mean, body. That wasn't, a, that wasn't our dad. That was cousins, but. That was our cousin. Oh, I that was your, oh. No, the dad was drunk in the bar, remember? Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't he dad? the one that sent? Oh, that but he was the one that sent us, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's like, yeah. I think your cousin might be in trouble, and then we went, and it turns out he was, you know, pretending to be dead, but really a pirate. Yeah. Right. Correct. Listen, our dad's a drunk, and if you can't learn to love drunks, then we have to have a conversation. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's not a problem. <laughs> um, 
he humble brags a little bit. He's like, in other news, um, you may have noticed things have gotten a little better around here. For yeah, me. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Uh, so um, it turns out that, uh, you know, uh, when I was open Lord of Waterdeep, I hid several like big treasure caches. Turns uh, out huh? that, that I that I hid even from <laughs> my own it. memory. Uh, and um, I mean, I guess there were several. I don't even know. But one of them I recently found, uh, you know, um, there was this uh, artifact and it's a whole thing. But um, this this was o- over in uh, Silvery Moon, believe it or not. I hid a treasure and I recently got that back. Oh, so things have been pretty nice around here. Um it's a little surprising to me I didn't hide one in Waterdeep because that's where I was, but I can't seem to find any record of that. So, um, anyway, yeah, I, I never guess. heard of anything like that either. <laughs> so, anyway, I got some of my old treasure back, uh, and um, I used, uh, and we, we, I had a discussion with the Mist Dragon Thalagirt that uh, you dealt with on the whole uh, Garundar the Vile problem, and the, it turns out that Mardred and the many and the apprentices there were having a rough time with that skyhold anyway, so I took it off their hands for a song. We're going to renovate it. We're going to have a floating castle. It's going to be great. All right. You're just going to slap the Never Ember name up there and call it good? <laughs> Never Ember Tower. Gold right, right, yeah. right, right. Along the side of it, it's going to be in big white wooden letters, Never Ember, like the Hollywood <laughs> sign. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going on with him. Cool. Anything else you want from Castle Never? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. If not, uh, then it's uh, a quick side jaunt over to the Beach Leviathan or over to the House of a Thousand Faces on your way ultimately to the Cloak Tower. Which do you want? Side jaunt to the Beach Leviathan may mean Ingvar gets drunk there and does not leave. <laughs> well, well then, I know Jared really Historically, that has been true 100% of the time. <laughs> is is there what's the chances of Gilby being in House of a Thousand Faces? Isn't that usually his hangout? That's usually his hangout, yeah. All right, so I think we should go there because he lives uh, nearby. You could stop at, at, at Gilby's house too if you would prefer. Well, I mean, I, let's go there because that's where the Galron we're on a roll for Harper stuff, right? Sure, yeah, let's do okay. it. Um, so you make your way over to the House of a Thousand Faces, and Ingvar's like, but but. The beach le- Leviathan. Like, it, it will still was, be there told... on our way back. It... Uh, okay. It's it's so, three in the afternoon. You can wait till five in the afternoon. It will still be there. This evening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, when you get to the House of a Thousand Faces, it's actually, uh, it looks like it is boarded up. What? Um, closed what? permanently. And oh. there's like rats going in and out of the front entrance oh. and boarded up. And Ingvar's like, see? See? Places close. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe you it better be there by the oh, time man. we get to the beach Leviathan, oh, it man. better not look like this that's pretty hilarious uh response there uh ingvar um all that said uh start investigating i mean okay like what so do you what's, what's do what you, do you break in? Do you what do you do? Boards I mean, window boards over the windows, boards over the door. Yeah, I mean if there's nothing. Let's go else. talk to Gilby. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, you might you're know, going over, I mean, you're, you're know starting by happened. going over to his house? Or or do yeah. you want to investigate uh, the site? 
Let's investigate the... this site. We're right here. Uh, so okay. I, I'm fine rolling in investigation. Go for it. Yeah, this sounds like another real estate opportunity. Ingvar's technically a harper too, so he'll help investigate. Technically. What would you say, John? This is another real estate opportunity. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, like, what happened? And Grim's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll need three teams of laborers by this evening. Never had to do it. was like, Grim, why are you measuring the front? <laughs> why are you calculating square footage? What's going on? You know, I didn't think I needed a tavern in Neverwinter, but who doesn't? <laughs> That's right. The house of the northern right. sun, I'm thinking. Like, I've got the perfect guy who could manage this. <laughs> B. <laughs> Actually, you've got house of the rising sun, house of the setting sun. This could be house of the midnight sun. Like <laughs> north, you know. Think it over. Anyway, it's clear Graham is thinking that over. He's got his measuring tape out. Or since it's never winter, it could be house of the summer sun. No? Everyone looks at Ingvar. <laughs> oh, Ingvar. We'll get you to the Phoenix Leviathan, I promise. <laughs> so with your investigation roles, um, you uh, you ask some locals, kind of like, what's up? Yeah. You know, House of a Thousand Faces. I used to hang out there. You know, what's up? And they're like, oh, didn't you hear? Uh, the, it, was, it was run by a secret society, the Harpers. What? <laughs> oh, that's the worst. I've, so what? secret. Also, where'd they and, go? <laughs> and the uh, the the so-called leaders of the Harpers, they they bilked uh, like a, a whole bunch of nobles out of a whole bunch of money, and then they just disappeared. Nobody can find out anything about it. So Waterdeep is supposedly sending like their best investigator. This guy, Manu Mori, he's supposed to come up and like investigate the crime because he's like their top detective or whatever. And nobody can figure out like what happened with all the money or where they went. Can you even believe it? <laughs> Apparently, this is like Neverwinter's Valley uh, Girl, you're asking. I heard that guy was like a like a cyborg. He creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. <clears throat> Well, uh, I've got some choice words for him if uh, we ever see him, I guess. <laughs> well, apparently he'll like be here in like a week <sighs> or any day, maybe. But they disappeared like two months ago and nobody knows where. Supposedly they have like teleportation circles or whatever, but I don't really believe it. <laughs> yeah, a week, what, magic. is he taking a boat? If, if he were running, he'd be here in two days. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been here yesterday. <laughs> Oh man! As you're speaking, like this dust cloud in the distance approaches, speedy Gonzalez style. Here comes Manu Mori. <laughs> like the open Lord of Waterdeep is like, listen, Manu. Here's your mission. I got some clerics here. They're gonna cast haste on you. You're gonna run straight. <laughs> oh man! <sighs> Manu's coming, and he's a cyborg. <laughs> Million dollar man playing in the background. So if you're gonna do anything like investigate the ruins or whatever, you better do it quick because this guy he's supposedly real fast. <laughs> yeah, I think we break in. I mean, unless we want to go talk to Gilby first. <laughs> you know, thanks for the. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I made you joke. <laughs> oh. oh man, <clears throat> oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, so you're breaking in? Yeah. I mean, so the new really became the Flash. He just works at a police station and solves crimes and runs real fast. <laughs> he's actually—he's actually several DC characters combined. He's Aquaman and the Flash and Cyborg. Well, that's true. All right. That's, that's true. 
I, I, Minori I, is the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a, a DD podcast where this woman made a, a, a monk character, and she's constantly trying to get her DM to agree to give her flash powers. She's like, can I phase through walls? Can I, <laughs> can I run fast enough to turn that time? Can I run fast enough to do the thing that needs to win this battle? Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it turns out in the case of Manu, that answer was always eventually yes. Well, I mean, like, um, he pretty much went down. Anyway, yeah. He did go down most battles. That's true. That's true. He liked to run into swords. Um, <laughs> it was a thing. At high speed. <laughs> so you you break in, uh, leaving forensic evidence that Manu Mori, the world's greatest detective, will certainly be unraveled. <laughs> He um, has better intelligence than all of us Batman. combined. That's right. Yeah, also Batman. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so you break in, and uh, um, it, it, I mean, there's like tablecloths on, uh, you know, in heaps on the floor, and it looks looks like the place was left in a hurry. You investigate the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's definitely um, like some. Uh, remains of the stuff they were using to uh, replicate that dish from Luskin Brasla. Yeah. yeah. So you can steal some supplies for that. Done. Um, the brass chef who had occupied the kitchen is missing, but you follow a trail of little brass bolts down to the cellar um, and make a d20 roll for his condition. He's hmm. in the cellar. Oof. A five. So he's like C-3PO and Bespin. He's, he's all out of sorts. He's very broken, um, but he's but like the head is there, the torso's there, at least one of the arms is there. Put a, uh, the heads on backwards. Uh, you know, you're gonna need to put him in put a him net in and sling him on your wookie. Um, <laughs> Someone a celestial to do that. Uh, yeah, right. Balandor, get over here with the net. Uh, <laughs> it would have been better with mouse, but you'll have to do. It. Um, Can't we just put so him in a that's. Hole? You can, yes, you can certainly put all the That's components true. of that into the hole and sort it out later. Yep. Um, that will require, uh, you know, given that it was a five, that will require some significant repair at some point if you want sure. to return the brass chef to service. Mm-hmm. But at least you have part of him. Right. Um, if only you could go to the world's greatest construct magician named Thern down in Waterdeep, uh, then um, I'm sure that would be easy. I'm going to refer to all of your retired characters as the world's greatest something or other. <laughs> but you have to listen to him cry every time you bring like a, a con- construct to be repaired. He's like, "Oh, I had a shield guardian. He was the best. <laughs> 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 It'll never be as good as like, no, no, I'll fix him. I wish I could have fixed mine. He was a hole in the ground. I don't he's know got you like personally, but he's got like okay? eight iron golems that are, you know. <laughs> he's, he's like in charge of the walking statues of Waterdeep. And he's like, "Yeah, but my shield guardian." You never forget your first. He held me like I was a balloon. <laughs> Did I tell you the story about when you walked through the river to Goldport? <laughs> yes, then you told us the story. <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> does does Theron like is his retelling turn into some sort of Iron Giant ending where he's like, oh, so "You stay, me go." Oh. Uh, Well, considering that's all theoretical since none of you have met Theron, except Grim has, I guess. Uh, Yeah. um, Anyway, Grim, Grim, yeah, so during, you know, like, um, Galron being like, oh no, the brass chef, look at the state of it. Yeah. Grim's like, I might know a guy. (laughs) Great, let's throw him in the portable hole and 
Yeah. Move on, I guess. But Um, when Manu Mori comes, he'll be like, where's the brass chef? It was certainly here after they left. (laughs) We missed a few of the bolts. They're still on the floor. (laughs) And he'll be like, only Theron could know. (laughs) Somebody has killed the brass chef. His body has been dragged this way. (laughs) They were both experts. Um... Yeah, I yeah. like how for, for, for Manu, it's not that somebody destroyed this, like somebody murdered this brush. <laughs> right. As like a person to write himself, he's like, oh, oh, I could have used the spare parts. That's right. This certainly need them by a... the end of the next battle. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, that's enough reminiscing about old characters. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what's happening with the Harpers. I rolled a three for them. So things have not been going well with the Harpers. Apparently not. So yeah, they they left in disgrace, and it's nobody a, knows where. And I mean, apparently they have like teleportation circles, but I don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, no, no uh, how interested are any of us? Because I'm not super interested in tracking the Harpers down necessarily. I wanted to like check in. They're not here. You don't need to because Manumori will do it. Right, that works. Um, for my part. All the rest I'm interested in, in is the is the cloak tower, which I know we are heading there. Uh, did you want to talk to Gilby first, since we are in the area for anything yeah. else? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do that. No, let's yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So when you get to um, Gilby's house, you find um, that it also um, isn't boarded up, but there's like servants packing things. Um, and when you speak to Gilby's wife, whose name eludes me, hang on. That's beautiful. Is that French? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Katarina. <laughs> uh, Caratina, sorry. Caratina is there. The Spanish. And she says... <laughs> Fine. Um, she basically says... That Gilby got called back to Waterdeep in disgrace. He lost a bunch of money to some investment that he gave the Harpers all this money for, and then they absconded with it. And then he had this trade deal that he was trying to put together with the Lantanese, and he was trying to get Grimm to help him with it, but nothing ever happened with that. So that trade deal fell through, and uh, he got called back to Waterdeep, um, and uh, we're packing up the house to follow him, and I think we're we're closing the... um, the Neverwinter office of the Cromwell family for now. Hmm. Well, that's less effective. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can't humble brag at, at Gilby today. You, but you could at his wife. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> what do you say to I, tell, I say, you know, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry that you've had such difficult times and it's especially must be more difficult knowing all of my successes. <laughs> <laughs> this that can only my success can only make these abject failures so much worse. <laughs> why didn't Why didn't you do the thing that they asked you to do with the Lantanese to get their ship back and save that trade deal? Is were you undermining Gilby specifically? Um, I'll be. How very could you, honest. Grim? How could you? I will be very honest. I. Very rarely ever thought of Gilby. <laughs> and that particular deal was way down the list of priorities because I had already set up, you know, I had already set up a brass trade for him, you know, and, and he was supposed to make his bones off of the brass deal that we initially brought. Well, to he him. did, but then he, that all that money went to the Harpers and they left with him. So that sounds like a Gilby problem. 
so you never know, trust I mean, a Harper, she says. Yeah, I agree. Ingvar I agree. hiding his Harper pin. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and I mean, really, was he investing in a restaurant? You know, like all of them closed in the first five years. Like, what is he doing? Like, you know, and micro, or, uh, you know, molecular gastronomy. Come on, I mean, fad after fad. Like, what was he doing? Like, brass is class. You know, they had a brass just, chef. She says, "Well, yeah, they did. Built they around did. a brass chef. They did. He should have been the exclusive provider of brass chefs." But no, he's got to go. That's try what to they invest. promised him. So where is he now? Is he, is he back in? He is in Waterdeep. He's like he's not just headed there. Like, like well, he's there. He, he and left. Then... He left uh, two ten days ago, so he should be there. Okay. Um, and then you're just headed back there. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as we get everything packed up. How many loads of furniture would you say that you have? <laughs> just wondering offhand. Three D eight. All of a sudden, the sea ghost is laid down with eight loads of furniture. Along <laughs> your brother, right? <laughs> like you know, just helping him out, right? Just helping him out. selling his furniture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that works. Yeah, I mean, he's like he's it's like, not enough that the harper brother. stole from him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna steal his furniture, right? Listen, I'll pay um, you twenty percent of what they're worth. Okay, right? <laughs> it's not stealing. Uh, it's a better deal um, than you're going to get anywhere around here. <laughs> so I kind of turned to my, and I just say, I don't even remember what happened with that deal. Like, I honestly, does it, does anybody remember <laughs> like where that situation was supposed to be set up? Cause so long ago, I have forgotten the details. It was many sessions ago. But I remember, uh, of course, then she, therefore she remembers. And she says, the Lantanese had some ship stolen by the Church of Umberley down in Last Tarl's Lantern, and you were supposed to retrieve it for them so that they would make the deal with uh, with Gilby to buy a bunch of brass. That's right. Well, I think what happened was we couldn't. <laughs> so what happened was... <laughs> right. uh, well, I don't we, know if you're familiar with the Lord's Alliance, the right. Black Arm Armada, the Colts of Sarkafell. Uh, yeah. A few things going on. We were busy. You let your brother down. It wouldn't be the first time, nor will it And be he let us all down by giving his stupid money to the stupid Harpers. Right. I mean... If I find another Harper in this town, I'll ruin him now. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, get you let me line. know if you find him. <laughs> well, luckily, Manu Mori's coming, and he has no love for Harpers. He's a Harper hunter. You know, I tell her. Any Harpers I, best leave town before he arrives. What is that dust cloud in the distance? <laughs> Herc. You know, I tell her that I knew Manu. You know, I'm like, hey, I knew him, and and uh, you know, it's a bold claim. Did anyone ever know? Is. <laughs> Can anyone ever know anyone? Yeah. I knew him before he was even a cyborg. I knew him back when he was Manu Lessie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mike's bomb of the night. That's where we need a soundboard. It, it means it means a lot to me that you put that in the singular. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, night's young. Only nine twenty-six. <sighs> That's what's happening with Gilby. He rolled a three, no, a seven. But it, you know, it's rough news on his behalf. 
Yeah. I guess we'll pour one out for poor Gilby at the um at the beach Leviathan. The beach Leviathan. If it's still open. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know. Don't Galron. Everybody don't. gets a D twenty. Not funny, Galron. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're going east, not west. All right. We're still we're still going east. You go Come on. Come on. Beach Leviathan. Oh, that hasn't been open for months. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, they poured out all the booze. <laughs> Just in the... There's no more. Um, all right. So you're headed, I think, from there towards uh, the Cloak Tower. Finally, Gowron gets his wish. Yay. Correct. Okay, so I mean, Gow- it's, Gowron, it's... why don't you take the lead in this uh, social encounter? Sorry, yeah, well, Baldor. You don't know anybody in Neverwinter. I know. I mean, he's meeting people for the first time here, so it worked. That's yeah. true. If, if Mouse was around, we'd have a whole interaction with, like, Gergrush's <laughs> mother and all that, but yeah, that doesn't mean anything to Bellendor, so. Um, he's I mean, he's I, making I a good like... impression on everybody, though. Yeah. Apparently, because he's got... He, we, I love up with charisma, just so you know. I like to think of him as, like, the uh, kind of the the data of uh, the Star Trek <laughs> crew, right? Like, you know, he's, he's kind of new at this whole human thing. <laughs> Or uh, it's been a while, at least. Right, but has his own charm, right? Like yeah, anyway. right. After a fashion, yeah. yeah. Um, like you, John. New at this whole human thing, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> charming after a fashion. If you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so, so at the cloak tower, um, like the, I feel like the main things are get our, uh, you know, the flying ship. There's definitely uh, a flying ship moored to the tower, so that's sweet. a good sign. That's hopefully ours. Um, and then <laughs> it's not does not look familiar. No, <laughs> like man, where's our flying Halruin oh, ship? <laughs> we traded it for this jalopy. <laughs> Dang it! Um, you know, okay, yeah. So let's start with that. Okay, so Mardred, uh, there's like five of her at the moment. She comes out and greets you, um, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you're here for the ship. That's great." Um, the apprentices and I had so much fun restoring it. Uh, if you ever want to sell it, please let me have first bid. I, I think we'd love to to get our hands back on it. It's a real, you know, beautiful piece of machinery. Uh, it has a couple of quirks, you know. Uh, hear more about those sometime. We haven't, yeah. we haven't, you know, done a skyship before, but we got it working. It flies. Um, definitely, you know, needs a little TLC here and there, but... Um, <laughs> She's definitely, you know, not super confident that it's uh, fully well, restored, but, but it looks all right. Perfect to us. Have you um, have you taken on a test and, test spin? Yeah, test run. Yes, oh, yes. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, we can definitely do that. Um, when you talk about uh, kind of the situation over at the Pirate Skyhold, she says, "Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we lost a few of the apprentices to um, some noxious fumes and some leftover kobold traps that were in some of the tunnels there." So we ended up um, not really doing much to make that our hideout. And uh, then Daggled Never Ember came into some money, I guess, and offered us a pretty good deal on it. So we sold it to him. Um, okay. But, okay. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just the way things fair. go. Fair enough. Um, well, I mean, all, all things considered, um, I think we're, I mean, it looks, it looks, you know, great from here. So I think we're ready to. Um, uh, Try it out ourselves. Um, so basically, but, to fly it, it will need a wizard at the helm, or no, not a wizard, a spellcaster at the helm who can cast either levitate, fly, or telekinesis 
to operate it. And, and it will take a casting of that spell to operate once a day. Okay, kind of, kind of sort of as a ritualist, satile kind of thing, maybe? or No, it'll take your spell slot. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, great to know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, the... Because that magic powers it. Sure, sure. Um, just wondering, does it make sense to... Uh, have anyone besides myself like like effectively am I qualified enough to do it right like that that's mostly what I need to know right like uh, or do we need to like you know hire on one of your uh you know apprentices here to kind of like be with the ship uh sort of thing uh, right that, uh, that's really it she says well you can ta- you can cast telekinesis right yeah yes yeah then seems like you could do it all right but, well, uh, I, mean, I can certainly recommend other spellcasters who would be, you know, available for hire. Who could do that. I, I, you're right. I, I guess. I guess what I'm getting at here, uh, or yeah, this is where I'm getting at. If Galron is not with the ship, but we still need it to fly for some reason, some sort of plan, some something happens where I'm not with the ship, but you need it to fly for the day or whatever. That's what I'm trying to plan for. Mm. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. can it be stored up for any period longer than a day, or you have like? Uh, she says we haven't experimented with that, but that's a good question. Okay, because like you know, like you know, scrolls would probably work. You know, if you had a okay. lower level caster who could read a scroll, uh, you know, that'd probably work. Um, it might work to cast it twice in one day and have it work the next day. I don't know. We haven't tried that. Could we so, have experimental <clears throat> territory? Mm-hmm. Could okay, we fine. have Watkins? Watkin? Um, Watkins, Watkin wouldn't be high enough level, but Watkin might be high enough level. Well, then, but uh, but I don't think any of those things is on the cleric spell list. That's so, what I was. That's what I was asking. Like, then I, I feel like I would be comfortable enough if we, you know, sh- you know, we're shooting for you know having say you know three to five you know scrolls on hand like in the captain's you know desk right locked up like you know at, such that anyone. Uh, yeah, what's, who was qualified? What are fly and levitate? Were they transmutation spells? Say, say again. Fly and levitate. What are they? Transmutation. I'm not not 100 sure. They sound like transmutation. I'm guessing. Oh, what or or telekinesis? Yeah. Because um, she's like, you could probably uh, we could on on the in the rooms and teams sense we can hire you a, tra- a transmuter probably right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you want somebody as a pilot. Yep. Transmutation. Right. Right. And. and and effectively, they could be the backup, you know, you know, pilot, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yeah, that's fine. But awesome! No, that's that sounds great. Let's um, yeah, sort sort of go for that approach. You have a backup um, pilot and see, to get some scrolls. Let's take it out for a test spin uh, with you rolling uh, like a d twenty uh, for your water vehicles proficiency to sure. see how your piloting goes this first time out. There we go. Well, can we can we use your previously rolled one instead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you crash it into Castle Never. <laughs> um, all right. On a fifteen, things go pretty well. Uh, you even you feel like you get the hang of it a little bit. Uh, you have a you know a couple of close calls where you forget that if you bank too sharply, like everyone will. That it will really, yeah, that it will bank in a way that things don't in the ocean. So everybody like rolls to the side and almost falls off. Good thing we have, uh, you know, rails that are slightly higher. Right. Uh, And it turns out that there are safety harnesses and clip-ins that, you know, you can use to to keep your crewmen from falling off uh, at altitude. But uh, who uses those? Halaruins. 
<laughs> how ruins. That's right. People who know what they're doing on a skyship. Not us. Not you. No. <laughs> She's like, yeah, we found these harnesses, uh, we but don't we know don't know what they're for. They're for. Yeah. <laughs> they look dumb and they're uncomfortable to wear. Upside down like this, you know. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, sweet. Uh, while we're here, uh, I guess besides the airship, um, uh, I, I feel like not to, you know, like, you know, beat a dead horse but i feel like one of the things i like to you know ask while we're here is about the gith yankee i was like how we first met you in the first place they were here and they like you know they like have you heard anything more uh about gith yankee ever since that very first encounter or not so much uh or she says i've been reading up about it um but uh, i haven't uh, been avoiding getting any uh you know cloaks of stars because i'm worried that they would come back to steal them um but the whole point of a cloak of stars is that it can take you to the astral plane and it turns out that githyanki i don't know if you know this they mostly live on the astral plane and they have um you know colonies not really colonies like but small settlements uh, they call them creches um where they raise children on places and and you know i, I my understanding is that there's some there's been crashes here on Faerun from time to time, um, but they mostly live on on the astral plane, and they have a city there. and And there's been you know a centuries long war against the Illithids across many worlds, and and so I don't know. Uh, they weren't real specific about it when they came and stole those from us, but my sense is that they either felt like us having them was a threat to their astral settlement. Or they wanted them in order to use them in their war against the Gith Yankee or something like that. Yeah. I wish they had stopped to talk to us about it, but that doesn't seem to have been their tactic. That's not how things went down. Fair enough. Um, okay, yeah, no, I mean, we, we did, uh, I'll, I'll share that we um, you did see you know some heading towards Twern Island. Uh, amongst our travels, and so we were actually... And you found dead ones in the Nautiloid in Fiskerbach. Oh, I forgot that we hadn't even told her about that yet. But or yeah, so I'll mention, did, I forgot yeah. it. Yeah, 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 so, but yeah, like, we, we've come across some, you know, Githyanki since then as well, or in on those details, and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's one of the things we're, we're interested in because of some of the connections to Illithids that, you know, that we've we've come across as well, and so we're, uh, you know, they're, they're tied in with the Black Armada, and, um, uh, ultimately, yeah, we're we're headed that direction. So, and and if we do find, you know, get your we're headed many, what direction? She says, uh, tor towards Twern, Twern, uh, oh, so, soonish. Okay. So and I the mean, purple rocks? She asks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah Twern and the purple rocks. I mean, I, I know they're, they're like we're on the coast here, right? So we're headed west. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah. You might you might ask. Um... Dougal never remember about the purple rocks. Uh, I think he was gonna send a delegation there to figure out why their fish shipments haven't been any good this year. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely uh, you know uh, see if he's uh, still uh, around on our way out. But that sounds see if he still lives in his house. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, see if he hasn't you know, been called away on urgent matters. I'm sure he's you know bu yeah. a busy guy. I mean, he's got got to spend all that money from his silvery moon cash. <sighs> Apparently, so... the adventurers there didn't foil that one. That's right. But yeah, no, that's. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, like if we, if you know, get ever get the uh, the cloak, uh, you know, back, we'll still happily deliver it to her. So that's uh, it. she'd be delighted to have it back. Yes. Uh, I think that's about it for what I've got on the radar here. Okay. Yep. And uh, so you take uh, command of the morning glory. Um, there, 
Janora did definitely want to throw a big christening party for it uh, the following day, which you could invite um, all the dignitaries to, including Dagolt and uh, Mardred and many others. Yeah. And and that way, um, that would help Grimm to feel compelled to relinquish some party funds for making it a, a, a blowout smash. Because you want to impress the dignitaries. You right? do. Uh, I was going to ask, how much do you spend on said party? We want to call it a, you know, a D8 times a thousand? Sure. There we go. Both Come on, big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. <laughs> uh, 3,000 gold pieces later... <laughs> You're having quite a party. Uh, the whole town is basically consumed all the alcohol that could be found in town. Um, the beach leviathan is burned to the ground in the party. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the ship is christened, uh, blessed by multiple priests of Valkyr, which is how uh, a good ship should be. I'm assuming that there's going to be a fifth level casting of Hallow somewhere on its decks, which you can detail for me if we care, if we end up caring about the mechanical effects of that. Um, but there's definitely, that takes like 24 hours to cast, right? Yeah. So you start now um, and <laughs> and can't get drunk tonight because you have to do that. <laughs> so everybody goes to the beach <laughs> Leviathan with that. Oh, no! <laughs> and they have a lovely time. Uh. <laughs> Well, you do your priestly duty. No, I'm sure getting drunk is part of the Priest of Valkyr uh, probably. ritual, probably. At least the way Ingor does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there with a bottle of wine, and instead of smashing it, I'm going, one for me, yeah, one right. for well, you. You don't, you don't <laughs> want to get champagne everywhere. <laughs> I think Balandor is sitting with him, like acting like his, like his conscience. Like, <laughs> like Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you really want to do that? <laughs> Are there any requests for what kind of mechanical effects to imbue? I don't. I don't think everyone knows the options there. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can defer that to out of game if you want. But um... sorry, when you but, said mechanical, but I was thinking does not about want the new. no celestials rule. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be awkward. He says, even though technically I'm not one at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely thinking of. Uh... When you said mechanical effects, was thinking of Manu, uh, <laughs> and then I went to like, okay, obviously you're not talking about that, but then I was thinking like how ruin, you know, like steam punky or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't know those mechanics either, so like, yeah, it's, it's more like, um, but no, the, yeah, the Hallow has a it's bunch more of like options. Magical punk, right? Then mechano punk, uh, yeah, right, yeah. Hell Ru is a, a kingdom of magic, not not mechanics, yeah, so right. Much. Right. So uh, th thus the need to cast spells to power it, right? Yeah, I yeah. I can have creatures of a specific sort, so I could have like uh, fear. No, all no all creatures are frightened if, uh, yeah, if they're trying, or or if they have a mechanical component to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Jalron wants the everlasting, everlasting rest. rest. I'm yeah. just gonna p put a pitch in for that. You know, <laughs> dead bodies cannot be turned into undead. You know, he's he's like guys. Now that I have to uh, in turn in the area, every day. you have to actually bury them in the ship. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So we bring He's a like, lot of dirt on board yeah, for a reason. hold is full of dirt. It's a graveyard. <laughs> it's a Come load on, like, of graveyard. <laughs> now now can, that I'm having it, to cast telekinesis every day, it'd be great if I didn't have to cast gentle repose as well. And as like, a ritual. You never had to. <laughs> Feeling it put was upon, your yeah. choice. 
All right, um, so here's how we rooms and teams it. We set up the entire <laughs> cargo hold as like a mausoleum. We collect <laughs> bodies. Then we sell the ship to a necromancer and remove our, <laughs> our you know, keep the dead body, like our, our rest. Right, that you've been and, saving up for, you know, right. all your adventures, right. So then we just say, here you go. Here's, you know, a ship. That would actually be hilarious. Ship. Uh, like campaign, you're like every dead body you're like keeping track of all the dead bodies that you're storing in your hole yeah. and they Everything were like hey Keladek yeah Keladek <laughs> we got a load for you this is how we defeat bodies ourselves. we get Keladek and his undead army to <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so Keladek all, all, all along all, all things told real. though um, the Courage might be good in general. Just the fact that we're going into like you, you know have two paladins, you're not ever afraid. All right, fair point. Daylight. I mean, outside of their area, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there there are people who work on the ship that aren't uh, adventurers that might not. You That's know, true. They might get afraid. not being afraid. There is a ballista, uh, like an undermounted ballista that has like a mechanical clip. Nice. For it, uh, you know, just to make it to give cool. you a cool weapon on the bottom. Do right, you have like yeah. a gunner pod underneath? Yeah, like, yeah, you, like climb right. down a ladder to get into it, and then there's like yeah, an it's opening, like a Millennium like a Falcon situation. Right, where yeah. you have to ladder down yeah. to it, and it's like a you know kind of like a B fifty two flying fortress uh, right. you know, little pod down there. Yeah, I like that. Is there equipment to go um, air skiing like from Tailspin? <laughs> there's a tow rope. But you would need your own way to make the thing that you're pulling levitate. Right. So there's just dangling. (laughs) So when you try it with the tow rope, you just fall. It's for going really fast. The Hell Ruins expect that everyone on board is a wizard, so they don't foresee (laughs) that that's a problem to make like thing other things float behind it. But yeah. Okay. All right. So we have a big party. Things I had to answer in my D&D session tonight. Does this work like Tailspin? <laughs> the third just... most popular DuckTales spin-off? <laughs> uh, what were the other two? The reboot of DuckTales and uh, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> He's right. He's yeah, totally right. Yeah. Okay. Also, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers related. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's um, number one. If we're calling that a spinoff, number well, one, Chippendale. See, Tailspin had a lot of characters from Jungle Book. Uh, I'm done with this combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, that's for young people. Um, <laughs> Dagolt never ever wants to know if you are uh, going to the Purple Rocks. I think we should rock on. He says, I was going to send a trade delegation. You, Grim, my boy, are a delegation, um, but I can send troops with you if you want. Um, I would want. How many? All of them. <laughs> to offer you, shall we say, up to 30 soldiers. For free? Well, terrific. I mean, for, <laughs> for the, the duration of the mission, yeah. 30. Wow. Yeah. Which would basically, they would basically fill up most of your cargo hold. It's a much smaller cargo hold on your airship. So if you're going to have 30 soldiers living on board, it's going to, you know, you're not going to be carrying a lot of cargo. All right. 30 soldiers it is. Uh, 
So in rooms and teams sense, that's two teams of elite soldiers and four teams of soldiers, just for your info. All right. That will have to be noted and because we got to make a... Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm actually redoing the whole... This is a, se a separate topic for a separate time, but I'm actually trying to redo the whole rule set to be to work simpler and work more balanced. And I'm a third of the way through that. Um, I've rebalanced all the numbers and I'm putting everything into a different document or uh, and I'm actually thinking about trying to publish that, but a lot of it, it would be is still derived from Pathfinder. Um, so you can't really, I guess, publish it, but um, but I think it would be a much better system um, with a, a lot less confusion and spreadsheeting required in just in order to like get your numbers to work. Anyway, yeah. um, so we'll play with that another time. But yeah, in terms of rooms and teams, you have 30 uh, soldiers, 10 of whom are kind of like veterans and the others are kind of, rookies and th their job is not to invade the purple rocks so much as it is to provide security to you and your ship while there ah right it's not a 30-man invasion force per se but i'm sorry how many elite and how many two teams of elite so that's 10 elite uh and four teams or 20 non-elite soldiers okay thank you regular yep. schmoes right gi joes uh okay uh, roll a d20 with advantage, Ingvar, to just see how delightful the whole party is. Ba, 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 ba. Nat 20. Oh, nice. Nat 20, oh, wow. it's that good. Money well spent, in other words. Um, <laughs> so in terms of renown, you get some Church of Valka renown. You did a thing this level. Um, Grim obviously got a, a ton of Lord's Alliance renown. And he's cleared for advancement to a rank six if he's that high. I don't think, I don't know if he is. You're, uh, well, you're probably numbers ready for a rank six in in the COV, but you can't get that until Vokdor confers it on you, right? Yeah. When, once we and wrap things dies. up with, right. Once we wrap things up with Slark Rathel, everyone's invited to my ordination. We're going to have right. like a whole ceremony. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a whole thing, another 3,000 spent. <laughs> <laughs> that might require some moving around of things well anyway there will probably be more treasure by then yeah that can't be true because i've handed out like twenty thousand in coin to you guys lately some of that got spent recently <laughs> true three thousand uh, <laughs> there was wine to be bought there, there, was, there was precious stones that's true you're right you're right um, <laughs> there was definitely some buying happening down in the, in the Lanther Isles. That's there true. were some tiles. <laughs> there were. Uh, you have like a whole bunch of like Sahaugen ready tile. Right. Um, for your very own hive situation. It's on, it's on our list, apparently. Yeah. Who knew that would be such a thing in this campaign? But yes, Sahaugen pottery figures. Um, Oh, I can't get the window back with you guys. Where are you guys? There you are. Okay. So I think that's everything in Neverwinter, unless anyone has anything else. Uh, anyone have anything else? I, I think for me, after Neverwinter, it's really just go straight to the Purple Rocks or go to Twern. Right? Like, yep. I, I, I feel like I'm equal, 50-50 on that. So let me move you back to the world map so you can uh, look at that. Yeah, I'd like to get what, bearings. What's a quick pros, cons on each? So uh, Slarkrathel... Slark is 
near Ascarl, which is near about the Purple Rocks, which is on the way. So if you look... Um, Theoretically, so, Gunderland's on the way. Yeah, yeah. So Gunderland right, so Gunner, Gunner, is on the way. Gunbarg is here due west of Neverwinter. Yep. Continuing due west of Neverwinter, you would reach the Purple Rocks. Before, or sailing northwest, you would reach Twern. Right. And my, here, and my thoughts on it are: I'm not saying we can like get the Githyanki on our team to go fight the Kraken, but if we wanted to get the Githyanki on our but team to fight the, the, the Kraken, then we would have to go to Twern to do that before going to the Kraken in in the Purple Rocks. It's true. That is my that that is the fully fleshed out thought that I have in my head. I'm down. Uh, and so, like, I just don't know that if we go to the Purple Rocks, if uh, I'm not saying like, hey, we're we're gonna go fight a kraken today, right? I'm not. I don't know that we're like that close. Roll initiative, right? <laughs> but like, <laughs> if we were, it's like, oh, it would have been nice to have gone to at least talk to Githyanki. Like that's that's all, right? So, um, yeah. So let's uh, make a pit stop by Gunbarg to say hi to the lead brothers. And Can add. we go? Is there any value to go to the Harper Den that we have down in? Um, That's actually Earth. kind of what I was thinking the about. <laughs> to see if the Harpers are still <laughs> to good. To see okay. if the Harpers of Neverwinter have taken refuge among Are you Harpers? okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, we stole a lot of money. We're milking everybody out of their money. Right about now, the lead brothers were <laughs> strung up. We're stealing money from everybody in Gunbar. <laughs> And getting ready to abscond the Harper Wade. <laughs> you can certainly check in on them. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll a d20. Let's see how they're doing. Can I do that, Jared? Yeah, I'm on it. Uh, da, 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 and <laughs> a seven. Oh, it is, it is not in, in like full, you know, we're stealing money and absconding situation but they are definitely suspected <laughs> well, no, just without your without your supervision on island they're spending your money and not making a lot of headway right they're like making it into a cool lair but they're not like accomplishing anything in terms of like getting their hooks deep into gunbarg politics or like anything you you'd want your harper teams to be doing right you didn't leave them a lot of directives, as I recall, in terms of what they should be that doing. That sounds right. And in absence of that, they've basically just been happy to spend your money see, and not do a lot with it. See, we thought we thought they understood the vision, but really, I'm a poor leader and like didn't actually <laughs> convey the message of like what the vision was. Well, you learned how to be a Harper from apparently fake Harpers. Apparently. <laughs> So, so we show up, are, do, are they like ashamed? Or are they excited? They're like, yeah, check it out. We got a foosball table. We got a karaoke machine. We got yeah, that. <laughs> They've been doing all kinds got, of rooms and teams without you. you got they steel drums. Stuff down in the, in the sea caves. But none of it is like going to move the mission forward. As so like, We've got a great culture, but we're really unsure how to pivot the product. <laughs> That's know? right. Yeah. It's like they're in the dot, 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 question mark before profit. Yeah, right. uh, we've got unlimited PTO. Yeah, which we're all happily using. We're surfing every day, man. We, you know, like <laughs> nothing but stand-ups all day. Just all right. we doing is stand-ups. You, you should right. check out. You should check out the you know the bagel bar we have over here every morning. Yeah, check it out right now. now. We're about ready for our, our our round B of funding. You know, so if you wanted to throw in some more. <laughs> 
Yeah, basically. Uh, this is uh, this is. We're gonna have to talk more, maybe later. <laughs> I I can't deal with this right now. I just this that's is just, showing your amazing leadership skills. You right. know it. You know it. I just am uh, moving on. And you're just trying to get the the temperature of the room. You're really trying to get you know right. come to a consensus. What they hear is, you're doing great, keep it up, we'll be back later to check on you. That's right. I'm going to compose a very strongly uh, you know, you know, worded thought to myself later. <laughs> Maybe share it with you. Uh, do, so it sounds like neither of you provide them any direction. Is that I mean, accurate? I, I feel like I want to, but I feel like I also, I mean, like, it's also on an island, so like, maybe that's, maybe this is the mission for them. I definitely post something on Medium. <laughs> oh, uh, well, Grim, as the one who theoretically has political uh, ambitions here, yeah. you are maybe in the best position to provide some direction to this, like, lair full of secret agents that you right. control. Yeah, so I say, you know what, Galron, as we're walking out, I say, Galron, let me let me just go talk to him real quick. I'm really excited about what you've presented to him. <laughs> and so I come back in mm-hmm. and I say, listen, you freaking morons. <laughs> you had better get it right. together right now. I don't think you realize that your jobs are in danger. Right. Like, and I'm like, you know, I, I, my inner Selena Meyer, I'm like, loser, 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 like every one of you. And now... You need to find for me before I come back here again everything you can on King Red X. I need to know everything that he's doing. I need to know all of his connections. I need to know everything about him. And I need to know who in the leadership of the island, the business community, I need to know who is aligned to him and who is not. And make an intimidation roll. Turns out that's like a perfect Harper thing. It is a perfect Harper thing, right? <laughs> that's. It's how they should uh, be used. They just were given no direction. I mean, like we didn't really have a, a plan for them. Nice. So now with the seventeen, they're like, "Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could totally do that. We just didn't know that's what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're yeah, on. yeah that's that's yeah, what yeah. that's what we want you to do. Yep. Okay. Yes. All right. Wandered back in. <laughs> Ingvar's yeah, enjoying and- the open bar. Right. <laughs> the bagel well, bar. And, and look, bagel it, the first one who fails. It's got mimosas too. You will never, ever get a burial because they will never find your body. Understand that. <laughs> Coffins are for closers. Right. <laughs> right. That means no gentle repose. Oh, right. That's the best variation of coffee is for closers I've ever heard. <laughs> You you only get to be buried in a coffin. Right. If, if you can be found. If you succeed. Right. Right. Because the best thing that could ever happen into your life is that you would die in the middle of this job. That would Service be honorable. The Harpers. Wow. Well, on the 17, you motivate them and they're yes, sir. Yes, right. We're on it. Yes. We will begin Hilarious. right away, sir. We're on it. Right. And uh, you let Galron think that it was him that did this and encourage you like this. Galron's like in the background nodding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right. walking behind Grim. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to roll like a d20 for my own amusement to see like how effective they are at bringing that division once you've gone. <laughs> yeah, okay. I rolled an eight. So, you know, 
That's an improvement <laughs> over the seven that was yeah. rolled earlier. Yeah. So, but not by a lot. So they think they're, they're like, doing a yeah, lot better. yeah, we're on it. See, we're right. gonna have <laughs> double stand-ups now. Yeah, and then, and then they go straight to King Red X. They're like, hey, can we see your day planner? Right. We got it. Grim wanted us to. <laughs> Oh, that would be like a one, but yeah. Uh, okay, so that is what's going on in Gunbarg with your Harper team. <laughs> we come back and they're like, "I'll tell you where he lives, and this is where he works, and this this is who he works for." <laughs> I know that big stony keep up on the castle. That's where he is. Did you know He's in that? There. Did you know that? Did you know that there's a wizard in the wizard tower next to it? There is. We found out his name. It's that. <laughs> oh, he has become incredibly powerful. <laughs> he's got slots. He's got all kinds of stuff in there. He's got, he's got like the head of a, a Neothelid. Who knows how he got that? <laughs> At the same that, yeah. rate you've become rich, he's become powerful. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> <laughs> they just got distracted. They've got this thick dossier on Kellenic. They're like, no, <laughs> it all leads back to some group, and we haven't figured out who yet. <laughs> Somebody's supplying him with all this power. We're on it, boss. We'll figure it out. Just give us more time. All right, while you're working on that, we got to go sell some stuff to Kellenic. So. <laughs> we got a whole load of monster parts in the back here. We're not going to sell itself to either. <laughs> Well, some of it would. Right. <laughs> well, with his great powers. <laughs> uh, That's what's happening in Gunbarg. Yeah. Sounds, Unplanned stop, but fun. Sounds uh, sounds good. <laughs> it was a good time. All right. Jordan? Uh, because we haven't had anything with John, and I feel bad. Uh, John, there's a, uh, there's a Triton uh, lady in Gunbarg making eyes at you. Uh, oh. Roll persuasion. Roll persuasion. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing. I don't know. Balandor might I'm be not, both ways. I'm not you sure. Know. Well, no. I mean, I think he might be too powerful. <laughs> chaste. He's a yeah. He's too a knight. He's a knight errant, right? So, yeah, but that doesn't he can't can't does... talk to females. Uh, but not on a twenty-three. He's not. Well, and he's well. Yeah, he's just. Uh, what, 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 he's, he's, he's got, he's he's got like... that rakish charm that John brings to all his characters. <laughs> That's right. Balandor disappears for the evening. <laughs> We're drawing a curtain on that, but good job, John. Quite the interlude. <laughs> interlude. John's character, who has done nothing this session, gets some. And moving on. <laughs> we wake up the following morning. He's like, well, I'm still here, so that must not be what Valkyr wanted me to do. <laughs> but it's not for lack of trying. <laughs> we, should do, we should try again. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we did that. Um <laughs> That was Bellador. That was. <laughs> so then from there, you're sailing northwest to Twern. Accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Roll a d6 for an encounter, possibly en route. Oh, I think Bellador should do that. Yeah. Yeah. John, since you're so good at the rolling lately. A, d a d20? A d6. A d6. Three. Three. Open seas, uh, you know, bad weather, even though it's kind of the middle of summer, you're pretty far north. Yeah. And there's, you know, like occasionally even like summer snowstorms, uh, you get a little bit of, of nasty weather, but, uh, you know, nothing you 
navigators can't handle in your sweet skyship. It does affect the skyship a little differently. By the way, everybody in Gunbarg is uber impressed with your skyship, and King Red Axe is visibly green with envy. Definitely, you know, perk there. Yeah. Definitely um, getting the hang of it over time for the, you know, just in general. But Yeah, you definitely get some weird looks from um, some birds and some harpies, and they're like, what are you? <laughs> um, but you make your way, I'm assuming you're headed for the only known settlement on Turn, which is called Uttersea? Yeah, it's about okay. over there. Okay. Um, sweet. Time to pull up my Turn notes, which look like this. Ooh. Wait, wait, again. Screenshot. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, in in uh, the harbor of Uttersea, there are a bunch of locals who look quite surprised to see a skyship. It's not the kind of thing that generally rolls up on Uttersea. Uh, they're used to like, you know, long ships. That's right. <laughs> so there's some pretty surprised locals, um, but they don't try to shoot you out of the sky, although they they do seem a little defensive. Um, let's say there's a, a crowd who gathers underneath it, uh, in, in, involving at least several berserker-looking dudes who uh, would like to know your intentions. Galron? Yeah. <laughs> He's busy piloting. You're yeah. the one. Uh, oh, yeah, right. you're, 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 the, you're the captain there. Um, I'm focusing on keeping us alive. Oh, afloat, rather. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what he says. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what is the uh, what is the connection to the Githyanki here? Like what we is, saw them flying we... this direction on Rest this on, direction, believed on... to be on island somewhere. And you could tell just by coming into Turin, definitely from the air, you can see like there are several semi-active volcanoes in the mountain range. You know, that okay. kind of to the okay. west of town here. Um, right. You, you, there's definitely smoke rising from several of these volcanoes. Okay. Um, and so. This is the direction that the the red dragon with the Githyanki flew in? Correct. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and honestly, forgot. that's about it. That's all we That's have. it. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure like that we hadn't I couldn't think of anything else. No, okay. I, I don't I don't think any conversation really ever led us here. Like like, oh, go to Twern and we need to, you know, find a thing to get the stuff. No, it was just like we saw Githyanki flying here. That's the thing. Okay. So and that was at this point, that was probably like several ten days ago, right? Oh yeah. It was yeah. several months ago months okay yeah so you know yeah so i i come down and i introduce myself and you know um which cloak are you wearing uh this will be one that is i i think we're gonna go uh bear paws so not the grimy cloak but like the people's cloak Cult of the Dancing so, Bear cloak? Well, not the fancy cloak of the Dancing Bear cloak. The other cult cloak of the Dancing Bear cloak. <laughs> the rank one cloak, not the right, rank the two cloak. Right, the basic cloak with like the not as The like, member good cloak, bear. not the leader cloak. Got like, it. Right, right. I'm, like I'm one of you. Bear bras. <laughs> right, right. The, right, the man of the people cloak of the bear. Got exactly. it. Got it. Exactly. Remember exactly. jacket? Right. It's basically exactly. yeah, it's a starter jacket for the bear. Right, right. Like, <laughs> hey, teens. Um, but <laughs> Hello, <folks. laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I come, I come so they, down. And they, I, yeah, like once they figure out you're not actually an invasion force, even though you look like it. We have um, thirty soldiers. <laughs> yeah, they eye that fairly suspiciously, um, and those guys are like, mm. um, they take you to the basically a, what is. Think of it like a Viking long haul, lots of wood with like carved pillars and stuff, right? Yeah. Smoky. Uh, no, it's it's like a Jarl's hall, right? Right. 
um, but they say, you know, here's High King Osul Harn, and he will treat with you. Uh, and he's, you know, feasting at his table. I'm not going to do another, um, you know, Hulk Hogan impersonation there, but I guess I could make him a different pro wrestler. I could probably manage Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, <laughs> if that's necessary here. I think um, this deserves a Sean Connery. <laughs> That that's res, that's reserved for Jarlaxle. All right, all right, all right. in uh, in Zardoz Zord, in, yeah. you know, form. Um, I, you know, I never do that, but for Zardoz Zord. Yeah. Um, anyway, so King High King Osul Harn is like, welcome to the beautiful and magnificent kingdom of Uttersea. Ah, thank you for uh, for allowing us entry and. And uh, I hear you yeah. brought a mighty ship. Is it a gift? Uh, it is not. It is not. But uh, <laughs> but we we do uh, bring gifts of, and we have like a little the wrapped up bundle of tile. And we're like these are beautiful uh, beautiful tiles from uh, far away uh, exotic. From I think we got them in the. Uh, you, you got them in the Nalanthers, but Nalanthers, they were yeah. but they were imported to there from Am or someplace. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, it's just it's just a little gift of you know these beautiful tiles and uh, and like you know just a little gift basket that we made of little things like that for diplomatic occasions such as this. He sees through the fact that you just basically came up with that on uh, on a regift, re but he but to maintain like the social status in front of his own people, he accept he like. He knows you what can tell that about. he knows that you're like just like oh uh, yeah we totally brought you a gift right. um, but he like it's not personalized you know, he yeah he accepts it and like shows his people and like shows all his guys like aren't these the most beautiful tiles you've ever seen isn't this just what we were talking about that we needed what lovely gifts the Lord's Alliance has brought us because we are such a mighty kingdom right um, and so you know we say you know. We would like to talk uh, briefly. Are there some? Is there some place that we can speak more privately about? Of Lord course. Lord? And he leads you like behind, you know, like some furs as a curtain into another room that, that you could probably totally hear from the other right. room. But you know, it's like a Viking longhouse. There aren't that many pri other private rooms. He's like, yes, we may speak privately in here. Right. And so we just explained that we. We are looking for Gith Yankee, and we thought we saw them in this direction. What is a Gith Yankee? You know, why is a Gith Yankee? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, this one was a large humanoid creature. I've seen no, no, like a fire giant. We have those. They're they're a big pain in the ass. Is that different? Is a fire yes. giant different than a Gith Yankee? Yes. Okay. Y your party members nod. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Roll insight if you believe them. Right. I, love the uh, way, I imagine Greg being like, "Yeah, I know that's <laughs> a large humanoid like a fire giant. Not quite like a fire giant. It's he. This one like been a frost right. giant. Not so much giant. Like a fear bulk. I don't know size. I don't know. Fear bulks are like eight feet tall. The Yankee that you've seen are roughly human sized, elf sized. Okay, I thought they were taller than that. Okay, uh, they're so, like uh, maybe six, six five. or seven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, and green and with pointy ears. Yes, yes. So I say, have you seen a green guy with pointy ears riding on a red dragon? He, po he points briefly at Ballandor. <laughs> <laughs> Until you say riding on a red dragon, he's like, 
Red dragons, we have those. Those live in the in the mountains, and we see them fly by occasionally. Um, okay. We fire our ballistas at them, but we've never hit one. Okay. They know they do not approach our 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 city of Uttersea because they know we would destroy them with our ballistas. That's so. But you've never have hit you one. ever? Huh. What what was that last bit? I just said, but you've never hit one. Well, they never approach close enough. Uh, They're too afraid. Uh, okay. Mm. Um. Have you? They have, have burned you, some of the outlying settlements, though. That was that was a problem. Have, have you always lived here in you know relative you know peace with the red dragons, or are they you know, recent? Our main lives? problem is the fire giants. They come raiding, but there's always been red dragons. Okay. They live in the volcano areas, the, in the fault of fire. We do not go there. Have you ever seen red a red dragon with? Have you ever seen a red dragon with a rider? Someone said there was a rider on some of them, but I've never seen it. I don't think the red dragons would let people ride them. Otherwise, I would have a red dragon. They would let me ride it. I have no. I right. am the high king. Right. I mean, Isn't so the do most you? Informed ev- guy here. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's the the most important, but is he most informed? <laughs> is there a court wizard? Is there a he, court? He, uh, you know. de- he definitely will. He, if you ask that, he will say, "I am the most informed." Mm-hmm. Yes, we look left and right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there somebody who could the lead us? Is there somebody who could lead us to the volcanoes where the red dragons are? Well, that sounds like a suicide mission. Well, that's why we're here. I mean, <laughs> they're and very, very the hard to reach by ground. But well, you brought an airship, correct? Hmm. I correct. would say if you fly between the mountain ranges into the Fault of Fire on a suicide mission, <sighs> you will find the red dragons, or they will find you, or the fire giants will kill you, and then. Your ship will fall to the ground, and then we will have to claim it. Better you should leave your ship here and go on foot. But you said it's hard to get there on foot. You will almost certainly die either way. Better that you should leave your ship here. Okay. Thank you for the uh, intel, uh, Team Huddle. Right. Well, well, what's what's the deal with the fire giants, though? They're a problem. They have clans. Uh, Hard to keep track of all the names of clans, but... They live in the fiery areas and the volcanoes. They don't like the cold. They stay in the warm, but uh, they come raiding. They steal our cattle. They steal our sheep, and they steal our goats and our women occasionally and our men, but they mostly, we think, eat them. They're a problem, fire giants. That sounds like it is a problem. Yeah. To be avoided if possible, but you can't avoid them if you're going into the fault of fire. There's just too many of them. Too many giants. Got They'll see it. you coming. I, f- I feel like I, I am just sort of thinking, like, if we go flying over there and they throw rocks at our ship and it no longer can fly, that doesn't sound like a wonderful end to right. our ship. Maybe we should go on foot is sort of where I'm going with that. Or fly higher than rocks can be thrown. By giants. Giants are pretty strong. They can fly. You know, like, I'm just, I don't know. Uh it would be great if you get an airship and like it's ideal for going to a hard to reach place. <laughs> you refuse to use it to go to the hard to reach place. We only go in between. Giants will crash it. We only go in between places on this thing. <laughs> well, I think that uh, so. I guess my question is so fr- from uh, since he is the most informed one. High like, King Osul Harn is very informed. Right. So his lackey informs you. Right. So. What is the what is the fault of fires? I mean, is it just is it like a gorge? Is it just a space between two mountain ranges? Like what? Yeah, it's a space between two volcanic mountain ranges where rivers of magma flow. 
<laughs> Very difficult to go on foot. Yeah, let's go on the ship. All right. But then your ship will probably be destroyed, and then I can't have it. Right. And I really do want it. Better you should leave it here and go on foot. <laughs> right, because we're going to take care of the giants. What's the, the fog? Like, we'll either do a fog spell or, like, something that just um, obscures them. Obscures us from them? You would need yeah. a, a powerful storm cleric to, to do anything like that. We do not have such a one. Oh. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if we die, you're welcome to the ship. Yes! Sign if here. We, if we Initial come here, back, initial here. If we come back, what will you give us? For just for coming back? Yeah, or because you said up it's on a, your island. Yeah, you said it's a suicide mission. You said it, it can't be done. So what what, what are you willing to bet? Oh, well, we would definitely be done. throw you a party and give you several pretty good sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like worth a load, just like just a couple of sheep. <laughs> just like two or three. And probably I would be impressed <laughs> enough to let several of my not as great warriors join your crew, uh, you know, to honor you. Ah, okay. All right. So I'll tell you what, that's that's a that would that would be a team of berserkers. These ah, let's just yeah. say good. All right. I don't know what I was expecting, but several pretty good sheep was not <laughs> it. That's, I mean, Undersea's pretty rural, right. that's like basically top of the trading chain here. That's a really good deal, though, because we've got a lot of people that need to be fed, so those sheep are just fodder. <laughs> That's what that Immediately. becomes. Yeah. Um, give you our beautiful sheep so you could eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think, so, I, think I think the most important question is, what is our confidence that we have a strong uh, storm cleric? What, what is How do we <laughs> Internal question. I can't help you. With. I, I, I so so. I, I here's my thought. Uh, offload the, the the thirty soldiers in town. So uh, that uh, like, or are we going just? They're to, like, like the, what? We don't want to come into the volcano with you. <laughs> You're really worried about this ship crashing. Ask them if they want to come. Yes, I am worried about the ship crashing. But like, but then use the ship to go in there. I'm just saying, like, is it just our team? Or are we like, and I have 30 NPCs that are, you know, like, you know, nah, with they us? stay with the ship. They're part of rooms and teams. We don't All worry right. about them. Too. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, I, I think, barring anything else, I feel like we have enough to really, you know, get it going to fly over there and say thanks for your hospitality. Uh, it's uh, it's it's been great to you know learn more about the local culture. Tell me here. again what you're looking for there. Uh, aliens. Yes, what? <laughs> uh, green green men with pointy green ears. Green men in the that, vault that, of fire that, that ride There's on only fire giants and red dragons in that there. ride on red dragons. Yeah, and no, <laughs> no, that can't. There's nothing like that here. Oh well, then we'll just turn around. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that they if, have if any people more information. rode red dragons. We'd be riding red dragons. Ah, yes, yes. Neat. Infallible logic. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else for 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 this uh, this town, but I yeah. we do I do appreciate your hospitality. I'll tell them to you know you know I'll do a performance and you know <laughs> tell them a story <laughs> or something. Roll performance. <laughs> you know. What do we got here? Not <laughs> <Nat> one. <laughs> I mean, I'm very disingenuous, apparently. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Fancy pants, city slicker stories here. 
he insists uh, that you all leave immediately because Gauron's story was so deeply offensive to them culturally. <laughs> well, apparently he knows a few uh, Twernian jokes, and uh, they're not well received. Yeah, <clears throat> my material's dated. I'm sorry. <laughs> Out, he says. How do you keep a Turinian busy for days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dumb blonde joke. Yeah. I was thinking more like the McGregor joke, but that's not suitable for the podcast. So um, uh, you leave for the Fault of Fire on your fancy pants airship, which he uh, is uh, sad to see go because he thinks he would look good in an airship. We look forward to those sheep. <laughs> I bet you do, he says. I like that Gowron like just made that as a little enemy just off to the side. Like, you know, like I just I was like, you know, mm. like after all is said and done, it's like, I uh, remember when Gowron like made a, you know, like, you can't go back to Twern ever again. Deeply offended the whole <laughs> island of Twern. <laughs> and once they found out he was dwelling in Gunderland, they came and invaded. Wait, what? Uh, so yeah. Okay, um, so you're sailing, uh, you're flying through the air into a chasm between two volcanoes. Is that accurate? I believe so. Uh, hoping that uh, we can handle May, whatever comes our way. Uh, a water vehicles, air vehicles in this case, roll. Ooh, on it. Not way be one, way not better not than my one, performance. One. Oh, 14. Okay, so you do not pilot it into a volcano, unfortunately, because that would have been rad. I mean, it, For me. it was pretty rough to, you know, like, it's it's easier over the open sea, but, you know, this is <laughs> Where clearly... there's nothing to crash into, right. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, just like with the, the, the thermals, the updrifts, like the air there, itself, it right, is different is, and than over a volcano, right? There are definitely some fire giants who start uh, getting ready to throw rocks. Does your storm cleric do anything about that situation? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at the cleric spell list, and I don't have a ton. I can cast Call Lightning. That's like a storm sorcerer spell that I happen to have access to, but um, I don't have like Storm Sphere or. Ooh, what like good that. is the Tempest Domain? Ooh, cast Fireball volcano? at them. Become their don't, friends. What's what's like? Your, what's your fireball. divinity? No, no, no. I'm. I will cast Fireball at one of them. Oh, okay. To, yeah, you can. Yeah. Like to become know, friends? Yeah, I mean, like it's yeah. it, it's like they probably uh, love that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, we're not so bad. <laughs> There's a fireball for you. Sir. You get a fireball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I can ask uh, Valker for divine intervention. Do you? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. sure. You should point the wand at him. I yeah. Mean, what's the what's the wand range? Of wonder, I mean, I wand so, of wonder. So the first D hundred is for. Divine intervention, so I don't know that. on that. Pumper's um, like, you, what? No, what are you even doing in Undersea? He says, 37. 37. This is the you cast the will of Valkyrie. Oh, bolts. so, it, but in that, in this case, that uh, we would interpret that in a broader sense, and a storm <laughs> rolls in just like you commanded it to. So it kind of worked in terms of divine intervention. Storm rolled in. The first one who picks up a uh, rock to throw gets hit by a lightning bolt and decides, maybe it's not such a hot idea. Maybe I should go back in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> now make a... What do we call the role you need to find something in the wilderness? It's survival, right? I would yeah. imagine. Survival or maybe perception role to find... The thing you're looking for in the Fault of Flame that is not just fire giants throwing rocks at you. Uh, does, does anybody wanna... have 
better than plus one on anything. I have I plus two it. on survival. <laughs> well, perception certainly. You I, I have I have plus five on survival. Do you? Yeah. Ingvar, look at you. Have you ever been called upon to use it? Ten. No. Uh, ten. Trouble finds hmm. us. No. Yeah. So eventually, uh, uh, a red dragon with a Githyanki on top of it pulls up alongside you in the air and says, pardon me, sir. Do you have any Grey Poupon? Uh, <laughs> so much better than attacking us, but go uh, on. Is it the but same he... guy who pulled up on us on a red dragon when we were in, in Gunderland? Or Gunbard? Uh, uh, yeah. No, is this... it the... Actually, it's Sarth Trados from before. From the... He's the one from the... Yeah, he's from the tower. From um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you guys got an airship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bro. Cool. Yeah, we were we were coming to see you. You're coming to see us? Yes. Yeah. Good, because I was just coming alongside you to see if you're coming to hurt us. You coming to hurt us? No, no. We're because coming. the last time we saw each other, things weren't always, you know, like copacetic. Do you not know what frenemies are? <laughs> but then I heard from uh, I heard from my bro that uh, you took down some bad things in a in like a nautiloid, an illithid nautiloid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was cool. And then you gave back the sword, so that you can't be all bad, right? Right. Yeah. We don't. Think but so. you, I notice can't help but noticing a bunch of gawping soldiers. Uh, looking at checking out my red dragon ride, which to be honest is sweet. Uh, are you an invasion force? Did you come here to kill us? We did not. Why we did you bring 30 soldiers? Because because no one we, wanted to leave them in town, right? <laughs> because fire giants, <laughs> yeah. Make a persuasion roll. I'm happy to do that. <sighs> he, he's like, All right, follow me down. He like takes the lead and eventually leads you to like a hidden canyon that you probably wouldn't have found on your own. Mm. Uh, We've and passed then it several like times. A big old like landing pad that he lands his his red dragon on, and then he like kind of pulls out the you know the beacon sticks and like guides you in. You know, like so. Uh, uh, just just point of note. Um, point of order. Uh, in case it ever comes up, uh, Grim is kind You're of backing buddy. it in for an easy getaway. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, Batman getaway, yeah. But um, the Grim is buttoning a cloak around his uh, armor because it's Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, noted. You're wearing uh, a tabard, right? Uh, <laughs> Grim, why are you wearing four layers? This is like volcano. <laughs> it's cold in the north. in there? Right, I'm fireproof. Don't worry about it. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got cold. And he's just bucking. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> <They're really good. laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. Any water. <laughs> That's hilarious. So Sarth Trados uh, uh, like, gets you and, and brings you before um, the Githyanki leader there, who's actually a, a female Githyanki, you think. It's kind of hard to tell with Githyanki, but slightly more feminine looking. Um, her name is Zarith, Z-A-R apostrophe R-Y-T-H, Zarith. Uh, and she would like to know why you're here. Great. Sarth Trados tells me you're brave, but that doesn't tell me why you're here. Why are you here? So we have been, you know, fighting, you know, pretty much related to her about how, you know, we've been, you know, coming across, you know, a lithid, uh, related 
stuff in the area. This definitely piques her interest. It and keeps... she goes on a five minute soliloquy about their endless war against the Illithids fought on many worlds. Yeah. And we, I yeah. myself am a veteran of 12 worlds, she says. Uh, we're on our first so far. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, like all ears on, on this. And uh, really, like. Uh, uh, the, she recounts to you many battle stories, like yeah. many. <laughs> he just goes on and on and on. And then one time on <laughs> Oerth, we were, and then Greyhawk, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, ultimately, uh, we you had asked about these soldiers and what this, you know, what we're what we're doing. We are going. They uh, look like illicit food. Shh! Don't tell them. <laughs> are you planning to like gorge them to death? <laughs> <laughs> on your paltry soldiers they look weak no i mean like there's there's been um you know a lithid and uh you know you know kraken society you know you know threats like in, in general so like we, the, the, we're looking for, actually back me up here are we looking for illithids to fight so much as like we just know that they're like around you know because like i know like we're going to the purple rocks as well right like to go fight you know you know, like, you know ultimately what we think is the, the kraken and, and all that like i still feel like there's like my understanding is that they're connected but like illithids crashed here and for some reason i, I haven't connected all the dots but somehow like right. co-opted the cults of slark Rafael in order to right. gather a bunch of followers um they, we've got the uh Sahagin and and we've got the black armada and they're like gathering all these forces to help them out and i'm not entirely sure to what end but, but right you know that the illithids are behind it Right, and, Anybody, and we'll, everybody you've asked has had their head explode. So right, and we keep we don't seeing tell people that. who have like some version of tentacles that shouldn't necessarily have tentacles, and she does not approve of that. It's clear, right? So, and so what we think? Oh, go ahead. Go so, ahead. so we are here to see if you would help, uh, you know, right. fight the illithids right. that we think are infiltrating near and about the purple rocks nearby. That is why yes. we are here. We have sent several flyers to the Purple Rocks because we suspect that is where their ship must have crashed near the Purple Rocks. Yes. Uh, yes, okay. that would make sense. Right. We found another half of that ship, right? Yes. Our our people were investigating that and it did not go well because there was a Neothelid. We heard about your bravery in taking that on. So good job. Well done. But you still look... When I when I see you now, even though Sarth has told me of your bravery, you look weak as warriors. And well, just, she, just, just wait till he gets I, in the I, water. I say that not to insult you, but as a leader of many battles, I've seen many warriors, and you do not look like you're ready to take on illithids. Well, my brother and I aren't so much warriors as we are spellcasters. We're magic wielders. So we're not going to be as brawny as, say, the, the meatheads over here. Um, <laughs> hey. She says, how about this? I will offer you assistance. But first you must prove your worth. <clears throat> we have recently captured some fire giants who were encroaching on our lair. Let us... Uh, Put you in the pit with them. We'll give them their arms and armor. You can fight them. We will wager on your success or failure. Let us wager on your lives. 
will you fight the fire giants to prove that you have what it takes? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sweet. Suit just, up. Just, just wait till we get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you see this guy right here. <laughs> wait, there's no water here. This is there's definitely not. So she leads you into an area where they've got like a big pit set up where these fire giants are grumbling down there and yelling insults and looking for rocks to throw, which there aren't any. Um, <laughs> And and she says, lower the nets with their armor and and arms, and let them be, uh, let the fire giants be armed and armored for their battle with these heroes. And so they do, and the fire giants, you know, put on armor. And she says, lower some rocks for them, um, and they do. And there's now some rocks down there too. And she says, all right, lower the heroes. Hop into the arena. You hop into the arena. Um, How many giants is it? There's four. One for four. each of you. Oh, 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 nice. Fun, good fun, 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 fun. And, uh, you know, like, there's a Gith Yankee down there, like, uh, you know, with his arms out, like, you know, saying, wait, wait, you know, and the fire giants understand that they're, they're, this is their chance to, uh, you know, and they get out, right? Like, if they defeat you guys, then they get to go free, basically. Yeah. Okay. So as we're lowering, we yeah, talk if, if you're going to cast any spells up front, right. now, now's the time to do that. Yeah, right. right. Major. Right. Yeah. So, and and we say, okay, like stick as close together as we can for at least the three of us, excluding Galron, and then Galron just, you know, maybe blink, blink, yeah, <laughs> right okay. off the bat. Um, I'm gonna do this. We're gonna do this theater mind. I don't have a battle map set up, mm-hmm. um, but basically, there's gonna be a fire a fire giant probably on each of you, right? The, just because of the way they'll probably run it, right? Sure. So, um, unless you guys really want a battle map, in which case it'll take me a few minutes, but I could throw one together. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith, by the way. Okay. Upon myself. I think a battle map could be fun. Yeah. I mean, right, I'm, I'm fine taking a minute. Few... Okay. Uh, give me just a moment. I think I'll, what I'll do is I'll just um, use like one of the cave ones that we've had before. Yeah. Uh, hang on, let me find a good one. Sure. Let's take like the Fisher's Float Basement. That'll be good. Yeah. Been a while since we were there. Oh yeah, I like that. Okay, so uh, sorry, you're gonna have to use Mouse's uh, token because that's what's there. We're gonna put you guys down in here. Sweet. And uh, gonna, oops, get rid of whatever this box was. Maybe. Come on, delete box. It was okay. The tentacles, I think. Oh, that was the that was you're right. The that tentacles. Was, that was the time that uh, Ingvar could not. For the life of him, get out of get entangle out of the tentacles, yeah. for for ten rounds. That was it. Was the Evard's black that tentacles? That was one of my. That was epic. That was that was epic moments in in Mike roles. That was great. <laughs> and the lifelong hatred of Gruids was born. Do I have fire giants on my token page? Hang on. You got a giant slot here. That might work. It's, the, it's the same size. No, they were that red slot got away. Remember? That's right. I, I yeah. His heart wasn't in it. it, it he was he was hoping you'd find his control gem, but you didn't. That's right. We fought two slods this campaign, and both of them have gotten away, haven't they? Uh, no, slods. you you killed the death slod. Oh, we did kill the death slod. We also fought a green slod. Remember with the stone giant? That's true. Uh, yeah. Huh. There have been a fair amount of slods, actually. Yeah, I always like it when they pop up. <laughs> so do they. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm an agent of chaos. You're yeah, agent right. of chaos. <laughs> this, is, this could work out. Same piece. 
<laughs> You're doing our job for us. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to do is just adapt that red slot token and, uh, you know, I got to look up my fire dance real quick. Okay, so hang on. <laughs> this is the one where we always have to confirm the white spaces are pillars, right? <laughs> not holes. Yes, the white spaces are not holes, they're stone. <laughs> And you're down in the pit, and let's say it's like 50 feet or whatever. Yeah. So you, you can't go up on the ledges. Okay. Right. You're, you're That's down where the cheering the crowds are. That's right. There's cheering. There's uh, including your own soldiers who are frantically wagering, uh, you know, and, and they're not all betting for you. It will be noted on their performance reports. Well, they don't really work for you. They're under your command, but that's not quite the same thing. That doesn't mean that Gauron's not compiling performance <laughs> reports. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking very strong thoughts that I'm not going to convey to them. Okay, so you, you start. Uh, yeah, hang on. They start down there. You start. You have to start fifty feet away when they're gonna say go. That's All the right. rules. Them's so the if rules. you're not fifty feet away, yeah, back up a little bit there, Grim. Uh, yeah right yeah okay that's about right okay okay <laughs> initiative uh, uh yeah it's else? a ready steady go situation so yeah then it's just initiative so don't roll initiative till the tracker's out oh, yeah I... hang on wait, wait stop oh and, and i have to delete the old thing <laughs> hang on you can keep your five if you want it oh no oh, you uh... do yeah it's there <laughs> uh hang on so then i need initiative for my fire giants they rolled a minus one. <laughs> what? But... <laughs> Can we get double digits? <laughs> no, <Nope>. we cannot. <laughs> no matter how prepared you thought you were, fire giants are big and scary, and they look like this. Hang on. They look like slots. <laughs> you got a six and eight. I rolled a nine, and I'm be I beat all of you. No, right. Never, ever. Ever, wow. ever, ever in the history of our whole battles, ever. has yeah. that ever happened? I think it's apparent and, that none of us chose. And John always fight. goes first. Well, Valendor yeah. doesn't. Mouse doesn't. Yeah. Ma not but only still. Mouse though. Balder always went first. Yeah. 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 Cloud Chaser yeah. always went first. I probably did, huh? Okay. So uh, the Fire Giants uh, are buoyed by the fact that you're clearly afraid of them. Apparently. Um, I'm afraid, but clearly, I mean, that's how they're saying it. Yeah. <sighs> or we could say that we're just standing there with our hand outstretched, doing the uh, "come hither." Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so they go like one of them goes to here, one of them goes to here, but they've they've all got rocks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they apparently have practiced this kind of thing before. This one goes for some cover. He's going to then throw and hide. This one goes for like the half cover here, partial cover. All right. So you each have a rock being thrown at your heads, basically. Um, so this first one is coming for Grim, then Balandor, then Ingvar, then Galron. So 18 for Grim. That's a miss, right? Yeah, it's a miss. 22 for Balandor. That's a hit. That's an I, I cast shield of faith, so that's a miss. Oh, 22 is a miss, is it? Yep, <laughs> must be rough. <laughs> uh, 17 versus Ingvar. No, that's a, that's a miss. Yep, and 15 versus Galron. I'm dead. No. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're hit. I, I'm hit. Yes, 
You're hit for 27. Correct. Everybody else dodges their rocks, and you do not. The rock connects with Galron. To devastating effect, money starts changing hands up top. Well, that's, you know, one way to start things off. Uh, yeah. A rock to the face. A rock to the face. In the face. Uh, but since... You started more since you started fifty feet apart. It's actually maybe to your advantage that they went first and moved up a bit, right? Because you yeah. wouldn't have been able to close the whole distance otherwise. So you know, w- way to go with the tactics there, gents. <laughs> um, That's what we were thinking. According to plan, <laughs> more or less. Um, okay, we make it now. Galron's turn with an eight, an initiative eight. Galron. <laughs> yes. Um, so. I am going to, um, okay, so. You had time to think about it. Come on. <laughs> that that rock to the face really out of It's right. really thrown him, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cast Sickening Radiance. It's a, uh, <coughs> it's concentration is 30, 30 foot diameter. Um, and only draw. Well, I mean, okay. So I'm going to draw it uh, so that could, that will probably affect all of them. But yeah. Well, well so I don't want it. I don't want it where they are. I want it where we are. And I'm and and uh, it's uh-huh. concentration. It's going to last for ten minutes. And so when I cast it, I'm going to um, you know identify my friends as not being harmed by it. Okay. So each round, like indefinitely, as long as I have concentration on it, it's going to be 4d10 damage to anyone who fails. But right. my, t- my, my team is safe. Uh, so right off the, the 40 bat. 10 dam- 40 10 damage of vomiting up your lungs? And glowing for five feet. Glowing? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll throw it in the, uh, the chat here. So <sighs> that is not exactly what I wanted. I'm sorry. Um, you need a bigger aura. Uh, yeah, so... On a point you choose within range, that's going to affect no matter what a lot of spectators too. Oh, but, 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 <laughs> but, it's, of, but they're fifty feet up. Crew. But they're fifty uh, feet up. Oh, that's true. Thirty-four. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right. Um, good point. All that said, it'll probably be these first two uh, in, uh, for now. Okay. So uh, for now, that's a DC seventeen con save for those. That's it's a thirty-foot radius. You could probably get all four, all four of them if he said it over there. But he's not. He's setting it. Oh, I see. Because it has a protective. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. protecting us, so I'm. You know. Okay. They it, both failed. The wrong spot, Looks like but they're it's taking. Twenty-seven. Like, yeah. uh, on on the start of their next turn, they will take that. Right. Sure. And then since I started, it did blink before uh, the battle. Uh, I'm gonna roll a d20 to see if I blink out of existence. Oh, you did do that before battle. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yep. And I heard I, mage I, armor. I I I did. So I. I said both. I, I don't know if that's yep. legit, no, that's fine. but yeah, I did not um, blink out anyway. So um, among mage armor, I know mage armor is not concentration. Is Correct. blink? No, it's not. Okay. So Roger that. Uh, and and then I'll you know move over here. I'll and I'll work on moving the radiance thing where it needs to be. Okay. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> at initiative order six, we have Ballandor. All right. So he's going to go up to this guy. I forgot to do my to activate my flame tongue so i'll do that now um so that's my bonus action no you had time to do it and you thought about it come on okay all right cool you um, knew this battle was coming all right and these guys are sized large or huge they are that's a good question hang on uh, oh they're actually huge so i need to make these uh, squares all bigger hang on okay so i cannot knock them down Boop. Oh. Boop. whoops hang on i'm just moving him they all get bigger 
great job with the sickening radiance. <laughs> so that's where it is. That's what's going on with your fire giants now. Okay. All right. Well, I can't knock them over anyway, so that's I'll figure something else out. But in the meantime, I'm just going to attack that first guy. Yep. With my flame tongue. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Twenty-two is a hit. That's a hit. So that's one-handed. Uh. So twelve plus six plus eight. So that is. Uh, don't count any fire damage. They're fire giants. Okay. Right. Sorry. Uh. So that's just twelve states. So twenty. Thank you. And then I will. Hit this guy again, hopefully. 24. 24 will hit. 10 plus 5 is only 15. Okay. So 35. Yep. And let me do some radiant damage. See some divine smite. So we'll cast it at, we'll just do first level for now. 2d8. So plus another 8. All right. Okay. You, you cut a big gash in that guy. Right. So I'm engaged there. Where's that? At initiative order five, we have Grim. Yeah, Grim. <coughs> um, <clears throat> all right, I'm just gonna um, move like right here, and um, twenty six will hit for fifteen. Does the radiant damage do anything to him? Yeah, um, okay. same guy though, right? Looks yeah, like. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and then twenty three for twenty. That'll hit. And then I just like. Step in for bottom about four fourteen, and then let's tack an extra d eight on there, so another five radiant. Okay, all right, that's my turn. Fair bit of damage. Um, Ingvar acting at initiative uh, number four. All right, so I am casting uh, ice storm fourth level. They probably love that. Okay, that's what I'm hoping on. Are right, counting on? Um, I, I I talk good. Use free <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got my 20-foot radius circle here. Okay. Let me know where you're putting that. Right there. Okay. So it's just, it's not a concentration. It's an instantaneous. Um, but yeah, it's... So uh, that's a DC-19 dex save for all four of them but, then? Yeah. I'd do more damage to that. But 14 bludgeoning, 14 gold. Well, considering that one of them rolled a zero on his uh, <laughs> deck save, none of them are particularly quick or nimble, it looks like. I rolled an eight, a six, a zero, and a 12. So I'll be taking 28 damage to each of them, it looks like, right? Yep. Okay. Might be over quicker than I think. Right. That's pretty effective. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would be. I haven't used that spell yet, so I thought it would be good to break it out. Good area attack, yeah. All right, uh, back to them. It's now the beginning oh, of their turn. Hold on. I'm also moving away, sorry. Noted. Um, it's now the beginning of their turn, and so I'd, uh, I, had rolled deck, I had rolled con saves for two of them. It looks like I need to roll con saves for the other two. Uh, one of them, this one in the bottom corner, is the only one who made his... Um, if you make your if, con if you save, make it, nothing happens. Okay. If, if so the other it, ones took 40, 27? 10, 27, yeah. and they have one level of exhaustion, so they have disadvantage on ability checks for now. Are they going to get a new level of exhaustion every, every time? Every round. <laughs> wow, that'll that build up quick. On the third level of exhaustion, uh, they're going to have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, and that's really where I'm... That's the sweet that's spot I'm going That's crazy good. That's yeah, a great especially especially it's it's for it's fourth <laughs> level. It's my replacement for Storm Sphere when I leveled. Okay. Uh, because 
it, it Stormsphere does half damage and therefore killed Ingvar. I felt bad about that, so I dropped it. <laughs> and Sickening Radiance does nothing if you fail. And I can, as a sorcerer, not hurt my friends or brother. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's good crowd control. I mean, that's, that's I think, one of the things that we were kind of missing was something that really, you know... Yeah, that, you're effectively controlling this crowd. Uh, it's a lot better, yeah. in my opinion, than... Um, the stormosphere was okay so that's the beginning of their round they several of them start vomiting violently uh-huh uh to which the crowd cheers they love that kind of business you know that's a big crowd pleaser um as it would be in any gladiatorial arena let's be honest um then it's their turn this guy in front is actually gonna uh he can i think he can do this thing where he runs through your spaces so he's gonna go um and and you uh looks like both grim and balandor have to make a strength dc 19 save as he moves through your spaces to go attack your spellcaster uh do we stack since we're both on does our plus three aura stack so is it a plus no no you can't be affected by more than one no okay so that means you failed that means you're prone grim Took my opportunity attack. Uh, go ahead. Uh, so it looks like uh, that's 21 to me. Yep. Jeez. Nice. Okay. All right. That guy's not looking so hot. Um, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he does get a couple of great sword attacks in on Ingvar. One, two. Oof, a 20 and a 19 does hit you, Ingvar. Yeah, they both hit, but good. Uh, 30 and 28 slashing, respectively. Um, and. Uh, in as much as Grim is prone, this guy quickly moves in to, uh, with advantage, make two great sword attacks on him. So that's a 23 and a 22. Those hit you, Grim? They do. Take a 34 and a 28 slashing, respectively, adjusted by your armor. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, so 34 and 28. Uh, versus Balandor, this other guy going to do this. Uh, 14 to hit will miss, but a 30 to hit, I bet, hits. Yeah, that hits. So um, you can take 25 slashing from that. This other guy is going to fall back out of the sickening nastiness and throw... Let's see. He can't see Galron. So I have to... But... Um, let's see. When someone's prone, ranged attacks have disadvantage. Is that the thing? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's correct. Okay. So then I guess he'll throw his rock at Balandor. Not at Grim, since Grim's prone. So to he could throw it at Ingvar in the back, but let's say he throws it at Balandor. To keep him shield of faith. Is, is his views not obscured by any of the other fire giants? Take t- take plus two to your AC, because sure. Um, but seventeen uh, is not going to hit Balandor anyway, right? So. Right, right. Um, and just um, concentration. I have to roll a con save. Yeah, just like Grim did. Uh-huh. Okay, I wasn't. Yeah. Sh- I couldn't. I didn't yeah. Ten or half the damage, whichever is higher. And keep in mind any pluses you the have. The damage was 25. So my shield of faith is down. Okay. Now you should get a plus three for that. I think uh, for his, it, it's it's automatically added in the way he's uh, set up. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, because I have my own. my own. Uh, yeah. Plus eight. Aura. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that okay, is. Added. I think that's their turn. Oh, but, but you do get three from Grim, too. No, they don't stack. Yeah. Same effect doesn't stack. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, making it Galron's turn at uh, okay. to go. 
So I'm going to go over, I'm going to move over there. So let me start with that. So that's my 30 feet. Then, uh, yep. uh, lightning bolts. Just I lightning. believe you can't do that without passing through his threat range. Um, uh, let me just go. So on this, this is threat range 10 feet. Uh, their reach is actually fifth. No, 10 feet. Yeah. So that's my line. If, if I do that, I would go through his threat range. It sounds like, uh huh. and he'll just get one of these on you. Well, then I won't do that. Uh, instead, I will change my plans and um, <clears throat> not do that. <laughs> Pretty sure you did it. Except for the part when I didn't. <sighs> All right, you, you get one freebie on this. Sure. Uh, well, then I'll just uh, you know do a um, you know run over here and do a lightning bolt at just um, him, the one uh, over by Ingvar. Okay. And that's going to be at fifth level. So let me go ahead and cast that. Or that's, yeah, okay, that is lightning bolt. So um, DC Next 17 versus 45 lightning. Oh. <laughs> He's dead. So, yeah, I got hit by both of us. Um, he falls on top of Ingvar. Oh, Dex no. save to you. <laughs> uh, and then that, Dex. that's anyway. yeah, okay. yeah, you managed to turn. avoid getting crushed under him. Whew. I have not blinked out of existence yet, so no one knows that I have actually no one cast, knows you cast blink. blink. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they might find out. That's right. That's it's it too bad me. that because it, because at all you're only ethereal, not on your turn. You can't like travel ethereally through things, which should be a huge thing with blink, right? Yeah, but but it's also you be able not to a... go through walls and stuff, but you can't. Right, but it's also only a third level spell in the grand scheme true, of things. True. true. So. Okay. Uh, Ballandor, it's your turn. All right, I'm just going to hit the guy in front of me. Oh, no. Uh, Nat 1 so will much. trigger his opportunity to attack against you. That misses. But a 17 will miss, even with your shield of faith down. All right, and I will try to hit him again. And that will hit. So that's just a 14. Let me get some Divine Smite on there. I'm going to do it that third level. Uh, whoops. So 14 plus 18. 32. That sounds right. Okay. These guys have a lot of hit points. Yeah, they're prior kind, kind of their thing. One of, yeah. Or one of their things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, uh, can I lift? Uh, that's probably, I probably can't lift uh, um, Grim up, can I? I just use half my movement. Yeah, I, I know. I just flavor. No, you don't. You okay. Do, you can't. Not from 10 feet away, anyway. Um, Grim, it's your turn. All right, so I stand up. You do. Woohoo, you're doing it. <laughs> Did I win? <laughs> you have no active <laughs> conditions. Um, then as a bonus action, cast Shield of Faith. Mm -hmm. um, you begin to glow. I am all the glow. Um, Just like your friends there. The last uh, Just a different kind hit. of glow. Uh, the one in, in front of you, this one. Uh, yep. Yeah. So 20 hits, yes? Yes. Um, 20 so far. And then let's tack on four. Okay. Um, Second attack. Uh, that would be clicking here for 21. 21. Mm -hmm. And zest butt. Is that it? A 17 does not. Bounces yeah. off their plate armor. Cool. cool, cool. That would be... Um, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to... I'm actually going to move right here. Mm -hmm. I see what you're up to. Um, that will trigger his attack of opportunity right. as you leave his... Because you're not disengaging. You're right. okay with that? Yeah. A 29 to hit will deal 30 damage to you. All right. I'll take it. 
All right. Uh, making Roaring it from uh, the Ingvar's turn. All right. So I am going to do an action cantrip and a bonus action spell. Got it. So the action is Frostbite. Um, it is a creature, so I'll pick the one that's um, that was right by uh, Grim. Uh-huh. The one uh, on that? Yeah. So that's a DC 17 con or take 16 cold damage. He net ones that, so he'll gladly take your damage. So glad. He says thank you. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to cast So refreshing, healing. so brisk. <laughs> healing word on myself. 16, you said? 16, yeah, 16 cold. cold. Okay. It turns cold. out they're not actually cold vulnerable. They're just fire immune. Ah, uh, oh well. It's worth a It turns out... Thematically appropriate. Yeah, thematically cool. Mechanically, doesn't matter. Uh, but it turns out in 5th edition, there's a lot less vulnerabilities than there used to be, right? There used to be a lot of things that were vulnerable to a type of damage. Now there's, like, immunities, but not so much with the vulnerabilities. It probably makes I, it I, easier to run a combat in general, though. Yeah, for probably. That. That's, like, I cast but, it and I yell out... Tactics a bit, right? I yell out, yeah. you're not looking so hot! <laughs> oh. Hey... Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone chill out. Uh, you know, I shouldn't have brought that up because we just finally broke you of the Mr. Freeze uh, from last campaign. Uh, okay. Um, so 20 healing to you. Good job. Anything else in your turn? Oh, uh, moving again. Road again. <clears throat> okay. All right. It's their turn. At the beginning of their turn, the guys in the thing have to make another save. Is that right? Yep, Jared? DC 17 con. And they, uh, both, they both failed. So I'll just roll the 4d10 uh, over you. here. Um, so they get 17 radiant damage each. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And uh, now their speed is halved. Oh, that's worth knowing. Okay. Yeah. Because at least one of them is about to move. So their speed would normally be 30. Now I have to move only 15 if I'm going to... Huh. Well, this guy... <laughs> this guy is going to double move then. He, that's 15 into Grimm's... And it, moving into Grimm's space, you have to make another DC 19... Uh, you get to make your attack. I know. Point of order. <laughs> oh, you're, you're muted and all that. But you're muted, by the way. Yeah, we know what you're Point saying. Exactly. But, uh, but this yes. is actually critical because yeah. I'm going to do something that I have never done oh. all the time <laughs> I've played Grimm. He has, in addition to his opportunity attack, he has a very special feature, which is, which is that you will now reveal. Can't wait. All right, let me find it. Um, <sighs> this just in: Grim can when it, when you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, you mm -hmm. can move up to half your speed right, yeah. immediately after the attack. Yeah, that's right. As part of the same reaction, without provoking an opportunity attack. So that, that means if he. If he moves 15 feet... Yeah, you, he'll, instead of I knocking you down, him, if you hit him, you bounce. I bounce, and okay. then he can't... He can all, yeah, all yeah. All right. Pretty cool, huh? Roll it is. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I had that too. I forgot about that. You missed. So what that means is you make your... You instead have to make a DC 19 uh, strength save to avoid being knocked prone. Oof, you fail. He's super tempted to... Uh, stop and hit you a bunch. He would be wise to do so. But <laughs> he also really, really wants to be out of this radiance thing. So he's going to move another 15 feet to here, double moving and being outside the, the radiance. Just a... Right? It's just a, yeah. Yeah. 
like, oh gosh. <sighs> the other guy also desperately wants to be outside of it. No, he doesn't want, he doesn't want disadvantage so, on attack and saving throws. <laughs> he really does not. So he moves there, triggering a con nineteen save for Ballandor. Okay. Which oh. you fail and are prone. So prone. Okay. He will then move to there. Okay. So they both double moved, which is good because it means they can't be dish- dishing out attacks. Right. Um, and they're slower, generally speaking. Uh, so I need to put a little uh, marker on them to remind me of that that slowness. So they get little slowness markers. The guy back here with the rocks. Um, you're actually both prone, which means he has disadvantage with the rocks. That's right. Uh, and those are the only people he can see, so I guess Ballandor is closer, so he'll aim at Ballandor. All right. So this is with disadvantage. Uh, too bad, because with advantage, he would have hit you. Yep. Um, but a rock shatters somewhere near your head, um, and I think that means I basically wasted my whole turn. Good job, Galron, with the spell. Yes. <laughs> and it's your turn, Gower. I am like really excited about this, uh, like more so than I thought I would be. I'm gonna work that well. So, well, even even more so, I'm going to drop yeah. concentration and cast it again over <laughs> here. You're a jerk. <laughs> hey, say. I mean, all things told, I'm fine with. I don't that. know why you wouldn't. <laughs> that is a jerk move. Like, <laughs> primo A one jerk move. <laughs> like the kind of thing if i did it as a gm you'd be like what a jerk <laughs> i mean i it's also a new spell also we have we didn't like you know give a like hey this is what happened when we leveled up at the beginning of our session i just realized yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but this is like one of my things i'm excited about and i feel like well yeah, with good we reason because you're about to defeat fire giants with it you know, they're and, vomiting their lungs out so i'm gonna run over it's, it's gross with, <laughs> yeah, hang out like hang out with Angbar, more or less um and uh, uh yeah ballandor are gonna have to slosh through like puddles of <laughs> giant blood slash vomit and uh, see if I blink out, and I do. Wait, hold on. Is eleven or higher? Or I'll, I'll figure out if I do. Think it's eleven or higher. I think, it's, I think it's eleven. I think you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's eleven. <laughs> Dang it! I don't blink out. I'm done with my turn. Well, they're really wishing they brought a wizard to counterspell that, but they didn't. So, uh, okay, they're not looking forward to the beginning of their next turn. <laughs> That's something. Bellendor, it's your turn. All right, I'll go back in there and oh, whoops, and get this guy. I'll try to hit him again. Oh, oh you no. not one. So again. instead, uh, like you time. get one of these coming oh, at you. Me. You get twenty-eight slashing damage for your trouble. Okay. All right. Oh, let me try he has definitely seen that move before, and he was ready for it. He parried and then came down hard on you. Uh, An eleven will also not hit, but at least it doesn't, you know, trigger any yeah. Yeah. damage for him. All right. That is that then. Yeah, yeah. I know how that feels. Ineffective <laughs> turns. No fun. Um, all right, Grim, over to you. Um, <clears throat> I will... Do I Right here, do I have to take a disengage action from him? You're in his reach. Okay, so is that, is that a full action? Does it matter he's engaged with me? Engaged to you, certainly. Um, <laughs> he engages... He's He can engage with both of you. Okay. Okay, so I that's have my to, understanding. Maybe I'm doing that wrong, but I don't. I don't know how I would have played it for you guys. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So I have to use as an action disengage, right? Why wouldn't you just attack and then move? Oh, because you don't want to risk it. Well, 
Yeah, let me just do that. I mean, or just or just concentrate on that guy, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna. I mean, if I die, no, I mean, like, why don't you guys just both wail on that guy until he's down? Do you need me to touch you? Um, yeah, I mean, because I'm (laughs) always (laughs) take it to a private chat, gentlemen. (laughs) It's a paladin thing, guys. Come on. (laughs) Oh, we know. The 26 hits for what looks like 22 to me. Is that right? Yeah. Plus the eight. So no, no, no. Okay, no. The the I rolled the eight. I hit the eight after I hit the 11, but the 11 didn't show up okay. when I hit the eight. So. Oh. The eight was associated with the 11, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. it was just the 22. Sorry. Okay. Roger, roger. Uh, all right. You gash him with your glaive, making it Ingvar's turn. Okay. Ingvar, so- you're kind of getting backed into a corner over there, buddy. This, this is going to be funny. So oh, I don't funny. Like huh? how, That's what we're going for? I don't like how close that one is getting to me. So I am going to... It's looking slower do... and slower. It is. <laughs> I'm going Bye to send it a ray of frost. So that's 13 cold. And its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. It's <laughs> 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 five, nice. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Well done. I require you to sing Madonna's Ray of Light when you cast a ray spell, though. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to heal myself some more. I thought you said kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what it like. Uh, okay. Not that bad. So, 13 cold to him. Got it. I didn't take that off yet. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> He's like moving in slow motion now. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. No. Oh. Oh. I didn't realize I could, I could cast my, my, uh, uh, my oath spells as bonus actions. Well, it's not your turn. I know. I just didn't go to, I just was that though. I thought I, Hooray. it's my turn to make con saves is what it is. Correct. Now, do they they don't make saving throws as disadvantage yet, do they? Uh, that's no. Next. That's next. If they fail this one, then they will be at disadvantage. That's going to go well. And their attacks are disadvantage. Oh. Oh, they both made them. Oh man. Oh, Nothing so they, for you this turn. They don't get the 28 damage each. Dang it. And they don't start taking or, disadvantage on their rolls. Yes. More importantly. Yeah, that that's 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 that's, that, that's where we are on that. <laughs> that's but great is what that is. Double, that was the gamble a, that I just that's lost. A, best news that's a all double. At, at that guy double 20. Them, that double 20, yeah. yeah. At, at least one of them is not getting out of that circle, though. Well, probably true. Yeah. true but... <laughs> a double move of 10 feet. But, but he at least didn't take damage from it. This I, I'd true. like you to think back just a couple seconds ago when I was like, hey, I'm going to run out of here. And you're like, why? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my whole life. Would you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's going to. Which of you looks bloodier, Ballandor or Grim? Grim. Grim, sure. Yeah. So he's going to double up on Grim. Ready? Boom, boom. Double up. Uh, uh. 28 and 21. Those both hit you? Oh, yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> Did the first one take you down? Oh, yeah. If the first one took you down, the second one went, went to Ballandor. So my AC is 21. I can't remember. Then yeah, I hit you, you for 23. Hit. You got okay. hit. All right. All right. Are you still up, Ballandor? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
you have any concentration effects that you need to roll for? Nope, not right now. All right, so Grim is down. Correct. But I'm not prone. No. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead on his feet. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then my other guy can only move five, which would put him in range of Grim, but Grim down. Right. Hmm. Luckily. I guess he can he move. <laughs> he's gonna move five this way. There you go. He can double move <laughs> ten. <laughs> you must get out of here. <laughs> Martin and three me goes. Gonna make it. Gonna make it. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Big cheers from above. <laughs> Everybody's loving this show. Cast Abjur Enemy on him. <laughs> it freezes him where he is. <laughs> it's reduced to zero. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, homie back here in the back is actually going to move up. That's 15, oh, no. that's 30. He's not going to be quite in range of, of Ballandor, so he'll still throw a rock this turn. I got a rock, he says. 25 to hit, 39 damage. What's that do to you, Ballandor? Dang, that takes me down quite a bit. Does it take you down, down? To Chinatown? No, no not yet. Go down, down. Considering, how, I, I've dealt like 100 hit points to you. Yeah, I have, I have 124, three, 124. Wow. Uh, that's wow. what I have. Wow. Um, okay. I All have right. like 86. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You're, uh, but you got hit with a rock and it hurt. Sure did. Yep. I am almost dead. Sweet. All right. Uh, Galron, what are you doing? I am going to... <laughs> you're you're, you're going to see how far that tunnel goes? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought about it. Um, uh, just going to use their Wonder Twin powers to just get out of here. <laughs> In the form of a bucket of water! <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Shape of a coward. <laughs> the shape of two dead paladins behind us. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, there's no way that I could line up uh, the two of and with a lightning bolt between. Can't you? You'd have to skirt around that one. You'd have, you'd move into range. Well, you know, yeah. I, I, sorry, I'm going for. There's no way that, that I could do this, correct? Like with the corner there and all. Not without moving. Okay, but if you move, you sure could. Okay, so starting with that, like five feet. Um, no, that still doesn't do it. Well, I'm I'm not gonna go like hang out with you or anything. <laughs> well, but, I uh... think you have to go one more south, don't you? Oh no, that'll that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> okay, so I'll go there and do lightning bolts. Yeah, that'll hit two of them theoretically. So we'll do that. Um, DC seventeen Dex versus forty one. Dex is not their strong point. <laughs> Noted. 41 damage, you said? D. Correct. That kills the first one and noticeably damages the second one. And then I'll run over here and see if I blink out. And the answer is I'm yes. gone. Yes. So that's my turn. All right. Well done. Salandor, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going to see if I can hopefully hit, kill this guy. And I'm going to. You should maybe move the guy behind you is creeping up fast. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to Misty step after this. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, that hurts. That hits. So that is 13 plus 8. That's 21. Okay. And that is 8 plus 
Eight plus three is eleven. Forty-two. He's, he's pretty bloody, but okay. Well, I'll miss you step out of there. Uh, I probably should have done that. That would have been a tactic. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. That would have been the successful tactic. But you did, remember, you did remember a different thing. And past 10th level, it's hard to remember all the things you can do. Yeah. It's just 5e is very option rich. Right. Well, considering I've never run away before. <laughs> mm. um, tell me, show where you missed your step two, please. You can't be up there. Uh, They'll throw you back in. Yeah, okay. You can miss your step and then move. So Yeah. Oh right. Okay, so let me do that. I'll I'll go right there and then I'll well right there and then I'll move out of that. All right. So whoops, sorry. It's over here. Come back here, coward! He yells. And I'll move over there. All right. Uh, Grim, death save time. Well, I don't want to succeed now. I'm just <laughs> sitting there with a bunch of <laughs> roll <Giant>. twenty. <laughs> Oof. Oof, one failure. Oh, that's one failure. Yeah. It's a Good job. Yeah. Just what you wanted. Yeah, that's D20. That was only right. one away from uh, two fails. Ingvar? So I moved up half my speed to get a clearer shot. I'm hoping that the aura takes care of the one that's that's in it. So I'm shooting all the way down to this fire giant down here, a chromatic orb. Wait, hang on. Uh... Let me just make sure that I'm understanding your aim here. So that is against this square that's blocked, this square that's good, and this square that's good. So that is less than one half cover. Okay. Right. Just um, making sure. Uh, I, I recently reread the cover stuff and realized I'm sometimes doing it wrong. Um, so I'm doing lightning damage. So if it hits, I'm going to use the channel divinity to max. 16, so 16. 16 does not hit. Ah, crap. All right. Well, that's my yeah. channel divinity wasted. Um, yeah, oh, you have to declare it ahead of time? I assumed. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I I don't want to do that one. This next one. Um, oh, crap. I already cast a spell. Never mind. I can't. Yeah, I can't you're done, right? Um, yeah, I'm going to move back, and that's my turn. Why are you moving back? Just to oh, you... be extra safe. Okay. All right. Uh, it's their turn. So at the beginning of my turn, uh, homeboy here he needs to make a con save. Ah, uh, he made it. Uh, he did. Uh, so he does not take your 13 damage. Okay. <clears throat> Instead, I think uh, he will... Oops, I'm measuring instead of doing stuff. Hang on. I think he will... Let's, let's move this guy to here. Let's see, 15, 30. He moves to there. This guy moves. He only has... He's half movement now, right? Yeah. He'll the, double move to here um, to get out of it. Where the rocks are? Yeah. Back to the rock pile. Uh, actually, the, the other guy... Hang on. He, it, He's never been... Oh, the no. one in the south has never been touched by the radiant stuff. If he goes into it on his turn, it takes effect on him. Just, right? Uh, double it, check. It's, it, it's, if he starts his turn there or enters it for the first time? I believe right? so. Yeah, that's that's my record. Okay, so he, he wanted to throw a rock at... Ingvar, but I guess he won't. So, does this guy have a shot on anybody? He does. He has a shot on at least Ballandor and probably Ingvar, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, looks like it. From his center point, that's a clear shot, right? Looks like it to me. Okay. So, he will throw at Ingvar. Huh. 27 to hit. Uh, he does not crit, unfortunately. Um, 21 bludgeoning to you. Already? Jeez. But you've uh, you've healed yourself a couple of times, so that, I, I have. you're probably okay. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. It's fine. Um, but they are kind of doing a tactical treat down 
hoping that you have to follow them for change, realizing they probably have missile advantage. Um, that makes it Galron's turn. Um, so I blink into existence 10 you feet do. away um, from where I had blinked out. Then I'm going to... Oh, so you can go through walls a little bit. Yeah, at the beginning of my turn, up to 10 mm -hmm. feet away. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to check distance. Okay, so uh, 35 feet to get over 35. next to Grim from here. So I'm going to misty step over here, uh, then walk five feet over there and pour a potion. You do that as like a big gymnastic step like they do at the end of the tumble? <laughs> that's to, that's to right. To the corner? That's five right. So step. like... Blinking 10 feet over and then Misty stepping 30 feet over and then just five feet over and pouring a potion, a healing potion, right down Grim's throat uh, as an as my action. Uh, make a heal check, too, just for fun. Sure. Because you, you recently took that as a feat, right? Uh, I actually switched that out for uh, the dex thing instead. Uh, what dex thing? Uh, the, the, uh, the, the feat that is called uh, Resilient. Uh, dexterity, increase your dex score by one and gain proficiency in dex saving throws. Oh, handy. Uh, instead of the ability bump. Well, of, roll medicine so. anyway. Will do. Uh, so, medicine, here we go. Uh, and that is a 14 on medicine. Yeah. As I, um, you know... Uh, go ahead and, and uh, two, take two, all that healing there. Yeah. Um, What's that, 2d8? Uh, 2d4 plus 2 is... I'm, you didn't I'm not, use a greater healing potion on it? No, 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 no. I gotta save this for an important, you know, thing later. Wow. <laughs> 2d4 plus 2 to you, Mr. Uh, Grim, sir. Um, Take 5. Uh, you get 5 healing. And, oh, sorry, 7. Oh, so, uh, so that's my... Bonus action, my move, part of my movement. Uh, the rest of my movement, I'm going to run back over here in the safety of my, uh, you know, stink cloud um, mm -hmm. and my action and all that. So that's uh, pretty much where I'll end my turn, and we'll see if I blink out again. And I do. Okay. So. All right. Noted. Balandor, what do you do? I am the cleric now. So I'm going to heal myself for 45. Okay. That's my action. Um, I can shoot a longbow. I have a longbow. You could. Yeah, let me try to hit that guy. It's uh, what's the range? One fifty. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, that will hit. Okay, for nine. It's not more I can do with that. Just want to hit him. Okay. He has an arrow sticking out of him. And uh, this is cover here, right here. Sorry, right here. Uh, the, there is a ledge there. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna move this way. Allegedly. 10, 15, ah. 20, 25, 30. I'm gonna move there. Okay. okay. Uh, Grim, you're recently up with a couple hit points. You know. The recently receased. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna move. You're gonna I'm, rush right into battle, is what you're gonna do. Don't be a coward. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just moving right. Okay, so the question is, with the spell, it's when he enters the area, right? He has to make a. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, I'm just gonna stand right here. Um, and so we'll throw a rocky. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I was thinking I should get like kind of over here just so that he has to come into the like right here. I mean, I feel like there's a few options, but ultimately, you do you. What, what are your thoughts? Um, it seems like they've already chosen the runaway tactic. Um, they're not certainly interested in going back into that thing, right? Ever. Right. 
Huh. Interesting. Break that down for me. Um, okay. Well, I'll just, you know what? I'll stand right here. I'll just, as my action, I will just heal myself okay. for some amount. Roger that. Ingvar, take your turn. You want to like move at all or stay right no, there? I mean, he, that's where he wants to be. Yeah. Okay. I'm moving down or something? to here. Okay. And I'm gonna give an, do another stab at the chromatic orb. Uh, same same thing with the channel divinity. Roger that. Oof. Eleven oh. to hit will not hit. Goodness. Jeez. Uh, All you had to do was roll higher. He rolled a two. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. I yeah, that's it. Okay. Their turn. So. <clears throat> Let's do my guy in the back first. So he'll move to here, which gives him, I think, a shot on Ingvar and a sh or a shot on Grim. Am I right about that? Yeah, that's clear, and that is oh, also clear. How far clear. can they throw the rocks? Ninety feet. It's further, I think. Hang on. Oh. Uh, beyond sixty, it's uh, disadvantage. A disadvantage, yeah. Mm. So to throw to Ingvar, it would be disadvantage. So he'll obviously throw it, Grim. 17 to hit. You're, that's not your AC, though, at the moment, right? Okay. The other guy, as long as we're measuring distances, can have a shot on Ingvar, and I believe we'll take it. Ooh. He not ones. Double. So, yeah, he doubled that one. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> We've had two one in 400 uh, situations from these guys this battle. Yeah, um, that's impressive on its own. Yeah, statistically, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, digital random number generators are never truly random. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really pseudo-random. Um, about Gaussian and white noise. Um, all right, uh, so <laughs> I think that's all they can do. You'll just run right back in the fray, but you know. You know what? This guy, I think, is gonna he's gonna move. The guy in the back he, hasn't, you know, braved it yet. He he has not. He's gonna move to there. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for them. Okay, uh, Garon, it's your turn. Right. So I am. You wait when you whatever wherever you blink in. Well, yeah. You, okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna blink in over here. Um, yeah. Then I will. Uh, You're gonna shoot them in the duck behind your rock. I know. <laughs> I mean, more or less. I mean, it's it kind of yeah. Uh. Yeah, well, so I, I'm gonna do it, drop. Do it now. I, I'm gonna drop the sickening radiance, um, uh, because it's not doing they anything like anymore. Uh, and, it's, and instead, I'm gonna cast uh, my my sixth level uh, mental prison. Wait, uh, point of order. Does that mean that the guy who was already affected gets his full movement back? Yes. He keeps his levels of exhaustion, or not? Oh, they, they, I think they go he back. keeps his levels of exhaustion. No, 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 no. In in this in this spell, uh, he he's no longer exhausted. Oh, that sucks. Uh, so is it only while they're in the spell's radius that the exhaustion applies? No, or? it's while the spell's in effect. Yeah. Right? When the spell ends, the light and, that they emit uh, and any levels of exhaustion caused by this spell go away when the uh, spell ends. So uh -huh. he's no longer um, disadvantaged on its ability okay. checks and speed halved. That's, that's the deal. So I'm dropping that um, all in all, cool. but I'm, I'm casting... Uh, and did it not... Go over there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, mental prison. Yeah. Mental prison. Going over here. Display in virtual tabletop. Uh, the one uh, it, that had been um, 
damage. and the radiance and all that. So regardless, he's taking five d ten psychic damage, twenty three psychic damage. Well, regardless for, for, of his regard, save, for, then he will die. That's what I thought. So I I mostly wanted to kill him more so than the effect. Okay, you have killed him. And it was concentration, which is why I had to drop the other thing. Okay. Got it. And then I'll run back and I'll see if I blink out and I'm done. <laughs> I blinked. Uh, okay. I'll remove that spell template. Balandor, what are you doing from behind that rock? So I'm coming out. Fighting like a brave paladin? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming out now. <laughs> I need it to heal up first. So. I'm coming out. <laughs> so I'll stand next to Grim and I will... Actually, I got a little more... I'll go right there. Um, and I will shoot him again just because... Well, not again. First time, because he's never... He, he's, has he been hit at all? He has not. Oh, not so. even once, huh? No. Um, <laughs> so, just because I like messing with you on the whole interact with object thing, back when you uh, drew your longbow to shoot, since you drew your longbow and shot, that was your whole interact with object, meaning you dropped your sword. However, the following turn... Well, and then you moved... But we're just gonna let say you manage right. to bring your sword with you and, and okay. you have it. But All right. Well, if you want, I don't even have to shoot. I don't. I can do something else. I no, can... no, no, no. I'm just saying one interpretation of the rules would leave your yeah, sword no. back up where you were. You right. can say Barnacle Bess was with us, and <laughs> <laughs> when she's not squiring, she's hiding. <laughs> the, I thought she was uh, betting Yankee against don't us. allow assistance in the ring. Uh, yeah, she's betting against us for sure. Yeah, she's up there like <laughs> quickly creating you both claws. <laughs> Uh, so that uh, did you roll a hit there? No. Um, Are you going to? Uh, sh can I? Uh, so do, can you I draw? Might, my you can't sword? stay muted when you're laughing. <laughs> can I draw my sword afterwards? I mean, the, the next. Can you next throw step. your sword? Can I draw my sword. Oh <laughs> yes. At the beginning of the next uh, round. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do that. I will shoot him, and I'll try to. And and you'll shoot and put away your bow. Yes. You'll miss. I'll miss, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Grim, what's up with you? How you feeling? <laughs> well, I'm feeling like uh, now that Ballandor is out there standing in front, I'm going to go ahead and move around the rock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take my time to heal up. Uh, and then yeah, I'm just going to... might grow bolder with no uh, sickening radiance there. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so I'll heal myself for 11. Okay, Ingvar, what do you do? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this one more time. <laughs> we're gonna chromatic orb him a third time. It's, well, it's I mean, it statistically, statistically should work. Yes, each time. Uh, this is Mike okay. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh man, do it. this is nuts. Do it now. You got this. What are you It'll waiting for? Work. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, so you got it. Nineteen. You did it. <clears throat> So that's a tw that's no. So I'm maxing it. So that's 48 lightning damage. I believe 26. Oh no, you're maxing it, right? Not doubling yeah. it. Got it. Yeah, yep. exactly. 48. All right. Whew. All Yay. right. That was my last shell divinity. So probably bringing up the wand of wonder next. This guy, by the way, has been hit because he got affected by the um, like the thing that. Oh Ingram yeah, the, the, the ice storm. Yeah, the ice yeah. storm. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Move back. Okay, now it's their turn. He will move 15 to there, which puts him in range to do this. Bam, bam. Miss hit. 27, okay. 27 to you, sir. Yep. Cool. Um, that is his turn. Oh, no, wait. That was only a 15 move up. He will then uh, move. He's, you're, he's not in your reach, right? No, he's not. 
So then he can move back to here without um, provoking an attack of opportunity. So he'll do that. Okay. Galron. Yep. All right. So sniping from behind a rock. Uh, is it? What? What? <laughs> what? Okay. So I'm. Uh, so yeah. Go over here. Uh, I'm going to bonus action. Use seven sorcery points to gain a fifth level spell seven. slot. Because I've used both my fifth level spell slots. You're not going to sickening radiance me again, no. are you? No, that's a fourth level spell. So well, uh, okay, no. okay. That said, I am going to telekinesis. What are you going to do that's worse? I mean, I'm going to go more Whoa. thematic a little bit. So <laughs> I don't tele- think te- I don't think these guys wearing plate armor are less than fifteen hundred pounds. So and, and it's uh, so creature. You can try to move a huge or smaller creature. Are they huge or smaller? Huge. So it's contested. It's my spellcasting ability versus their strength check. I feel like they're fire giants. I feel like okay. they have a decent chance. They meaning it. Strength so twenty five. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll mine. No twenty. Ooh, versus my twenty three. See if ooh. he can. Oh, <laughs> versus my nine. Holy crap! <laughs> I literally rolled a two. Uh, I mean, so, that works. You know? So tele- telekinesis. So. He's just floating up in the air <laughs> slowly, he's, right? He's fairly surprised about that. Right. And and no access to rocks, right? That's my goal. Uh, <laughs> Unless he had one or whatever in his hand, yeah, I guess. I don't know. reaction to sure. grab one on the way up, maybe? Sure. Interact with object. object. <laughs> <laughs> it's free. You can take it at any, at any point. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And then run over here and see if, uh, you know, uh, I blink out. And I, and I blinked out, so... Yeah, you really blinked wow. out. That's right. You you critically blinked out. <laughs> you know it. You went double uh, extra planar. Ballandor, there's now a floating... How high up is he? 30. 30, a, 30 there's a fire giant 30 feet above you. Oh. You just put away your Hold longbow. On. What do you do? How, <laughs> tall is, how tall is the fire giant? Tall enough. Is 20, like, is he eye level with the audience? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they will start cheering for him if so. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, roughly him. Yeah. I'm not great with range attacks. Um, rookie mistake. <laughs> well, paladins are not just simply not built for that, right? I know. Contra <laughs> was the paladin. Yeah, but he was. He, he was not only not built for it; he was not prepared for it. That's different. <laughs> that's, that's that's true. He was built specifically to not be ready. Like his ranged his ranged options were throw my <laughs> rations at it. Or <laughs> throw my sword. <laughs> my two-handed great sword plus two. I'm gonna chuck it at him for five damage. Make a persuasion check to get it to come closer. <laughs> Which you know you probably actually okay at. You have to you have to be persuasive against me to make that happen. That's right. Um, I can um, moonbeam it, I guess. I'm going to moonbeam at... You can moon I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Roll intimidation. Uh, 10 to 10. Con I mean, DC 15, huh? Yep. Moon's over my head. No. I feel like no. Yeah. So you does that mean half. I take nothing? Uh, Having made it? Half. You take half. So you take... I take five. Five damage. I'm um, not a shape changer. I know you're about to right. ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no matter what Grim is fighting, he always asks me if it's a fiend or undead. 
<laughs> is this obviously a plant, a fiender undead? <laughs> is this elf, a fiender undead? You never this, know. You never this, know. Uh, camel, is it a fiend or undead? I'm certain it's fiendish. <laughs> Some camels, they're evil. They will bite you in a heartbeat. Almost as bad as an alpaca. Already ready, ready. So, um, yeah, you moonbeamed me. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith one more time. You can't. Is it? That was bonus action. Can't cast two. You already cast. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot. You're right. Yep. We allow it all the time, except when I remember, and I just I remember. Forgot, I forgot. I don't cast spells very often. I'm gonna just move right here, right here. Oh, a chair. No, a chair no. behind the rock. No, no, no. Just coward. Move, move like a little bit further, or else you're gonna kill my whole plan. Oh, okay. I'm oh, because he needs to get through the gap. All right, right. I'll go over here. I'm, I'll stay out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna oh, stay out. Right. the gap. Good, because I got one boulder left. Right. I know. I know. Right. I know. But and then I gotta fine. start chucking my greatsword like a paladin. Although I could die at this point. But yeah. Okay. So just move in and up, like one step, just big step. There you go. Right. Okay. Gymnastic Perfect. steps. Right. Okay. All right. I'll let All you right. do. What you, I'll let you do thing. All right. I yeah, move twenty uh, Drew, feet. What do you do? Right here, I daintily and with great care. Interact with my uh, glaive and put it down. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mama cherry pie. And I put it down. <laughs> you pump your glaive a few times and, and drop it on the floor. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> your party has seen it all before, but the crowd is shy. Right. 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 I was really playing to the crowd. I'm like, I die and I rise. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> After dramatically oh. humping and dropping your glaive, you then miss with your crossbow. It's because he's trying to do his sidearm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I sulk back <laughs> to <Ten> feet. <laughs> I wish you not one so we could see if we hit a random get the Yankee. Um, <laughs> falls into the pit. It didn't have to be a Star Wars fall. <laughs> right, like stuntman clearly jumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, breakaway railings, the whole bit. Um, Ingvar, what are you doing? I am are you, you going to hide behind a ledge like your whole party? Well, so I moved. I moved out into range, and I am tolling the dead on this guy for fifteen bing, 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 necrotic damage. Wisdom, known for and then I am going to cast spirit weapon. Oh, I almost made it through a whole combat without it. Six damage. Is that six force damage? Put it down. That would just be the cherry. <laughs> it's your choice. You can either say that kills it, or you can create a token for the spirit. <laughs> uh, I don't like my choices. <laughs> Another fire giant appears. <laughs> A fire giant wizard <laughs> with lots of counter spells. Right? 
He's a necromancer. He raises all the other fire giants. Where's my necromantic crown when I need it? Seriously. That thing was rad. Oh, man. Um, didn't I mention all giants wear them? Yes, I think I said I think I said all giants wear them. Ah, fine. Spiritual weapon. All right. So wait, on his turn, Jared, can he do? Can he? I I I contest you again. It's it's until my next turn. On my next turn, I can use my action to keep it going or not. I see. So I'm stuck there. You are stuck there. With a rock. With a fifth right. level spell slot. Yes, you are stuck there uh, until until my next <clears> turn. <throat> With a rock and, in your hand. Uh-huh. The rock is not being levitated by the magic. <laughs> sure. So from this, he does not have you. From So you have basically full cover. I, I, I am blinked out. <laughs> you have uh, blinked. You, you you quit blinked and have full cover, Mike. I can see you're talking, but you're muted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he has extra planar cover. You should not mute <laughs> yes. uh, unless you're you know trying to actually mute because we miss out a lot. I know. I, I I've been doing a lot of coughing and sneezing with my allergies, so I've oh, been sorry to hear that. A lot. Yeah. Thank you for muting that. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I have no valid combat option. <laughs> the crowd. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't he like. It. He might actually. If he sees the Gith Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he's hoping for release, but he knows, I think, probably at this point, that's not going to happen. So I mean, maybe, maybe he will chuck the rock. rock at their leader. Like, that's it. He's got a rock. You know? he, he, could, he could blind chuck it over. The right. He could lob it with disadvantage. Yeah. Or, or he could take the dodge action. <laughs> yeah. So that, well, he might. Actually, that's not a terrible thing, right? All attacks of disadvantage. Can you dodge when you're being telekinesed <laughs> by somebody I else? I think so. You can still wiggle, right? You can yeah. still wiggle. I mean, to me, it <laughs> would look dancing. something akin to like the that wall game where the wall's coming at you and you have to. Oh yeah, yeah. Jump to the right. shape. Oh, right. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's what I think of when <laughs> I try to dodge in midair. But you dodge a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's taking he's taking the dodge action. That's what he's doing. So we really are playing dodgeball with this guy. We really are. <laughs> this is what it comes down to. Uh, Galron, it's your turn. All right. I Okay, so let's see. Moving. Yeah, blink in. Oh, I can do it. So uh, blink in over here. I'm going to use my action to continue, to <laughs> attempt to uh, keep the telekinesis going. Strength check to me. Strength check versus my 16. Oh, oh, oh. oh, come on. Uh, up another 30 feet he goes, and I drop him. So, 66. All right. Um, I'll roll that. You should have dropped him on the crowd. Oh, that, no. That would not I... get you good with him. Dang, I rolled high. 28 damage to him. Um, hey, let me see if that kills him. Hang on. He's dead. You oh. dropped him on his head. He had oh. 25 left, and you just dealt 28 to him by dropping nice. him. Nice. Very much intentional. Crunch. <laughs> Bone-shattering crunch. <laughs> Dodge and he this. does not get back up. Three sixes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Good roll there, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Own goal, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> I can share in your victory. Yay. Right. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> and uh, so afterwards, um, Zarith, the Githyanki leader, uh, congratulates you and says that that was a good fight and you used a few dirty tricks, but that's all part of combat. Um, and she thinks that you are worthy of their aid. 
and she says she's sending um, Sarth Trados and two other Gith Yankee knights on their red dragons, their young red, red, er, yeah, young red dragons, not adult red dragons, young red dragons. Um, they will accompany you to the purple rocks and help you kill any illithids you find. On the way to the Purple Rocks, we need to briefly do two things. The first is we we need to cut off these. The first is get a party portrait taken of you and your airship (laughs) accompanied by three Gip Yankees on red dragons. Um, Yeah, but we we grab the the fire giant heads and then we stop by. Uh, and tell him to kill it. Yeah, with the three <laughs> Gith Yankee on the Red Dragons and give the heads. No, not Kaladek. Back did, to the, 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 the guy in town. The guy in right. town. Right. Oh, oh. homeboy who, who uh, King, High King Usul Harn. Right. So we drop them. Yeah. Uh, does not believe in Gith Yankees. Oh, like, right. don't even so, ask for sheep. Just drop them and go. <laughs> just drop them. Well, and, and we can take our, 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 our Ravagers and our Berserkers. Yes, he'll give you a team of berserkers for that, and a load of very lovely sheep, right. <laughs> which we feed to the dragons as we. Are yeah. These are It'll not for a... eating. These are nice sheep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they for? <laughs> that was the vibe I was getting earlier. He was like, "Oh, it's going to be." They're very food. pretty sheep. They're like, they're these are my harem sheep. These are oh. petting zoo sheep. It's very rural. <laughs> yeah. getting, getting that vibe off these uh, these uh. utter sea folk. You know. <laughs> it's lonely in the winter. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, are you sure Scottish wouldn't have been the right thing? Well, that's the McGregor joke I was alluding to. I'm sure. uh, anyway, look it up or don't, young listeners. Um, and uh, I think with that, you're headed. So, what was the other thing besides? You said there were two things. One is oh, yeah, what drop off the heads and pick up your sheep and Oh no, it was things. just yeah, that was it was that collect things? the heads and deliver the heads along with everybody else to him and collect our um your beautiful our sheep. Well, which you're young the... with the, which the red dragons immediately eat. Yes. Right. If, yeah. if effectively in front of him. Try. <laughs> <laughs> effectively wrap up, you know, the the whole turn Mm-hmm. To earn thread, I think um, so. I guess. But uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, my my only thought that just occurred to me was, um, the, the, so the humans in town had never heard of or <coughs> seen the Gith Yankee. Didn't know the word. Uh, I guess I might ask a Gith Yankee on the way somewhere in there. Be like, oh, why didn't you? Uh, why have you? Ne-? So it was, looks like you've never interacted with the humans here. I mean, that's... they're useless to us. Oh, fair enough. They're useless in general. We we tried coming in a few times to talk to them. They shot ballistas at us, so we decided uh, they weren't worth our time. That that tracks. Okay, yeah. uh, that's that's it. Um, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we had a map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also glad that I was able to telekinese a giant, a fire giant. Yeah, sixty feet mail. in the air. <laughs> right. There's no way yeah. fifteen hundred pounds, but all right, fine, whatever. Well, well yeah, and it's it's interesting that they have a diff. Like they don't have. They just do a size limitation for creatures. Yeah, like it can object. be an iron golem that weighs like. 30,000 pounds, and you're like, well, no, I guess well, it's right. or smaller, so it floats yeah. up, right? Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm sure had we you know 
gone some other direction, you could have just you know vetoed. No, it's that cool. It, it's good but that we did a map. I'm glad we had that map on hand. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. So cool, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. Uh, we don't want to really get started too much on on purple rocks, right? Yeah, I mean no. the assault. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, next sec- next session, the assault of purple rocks with a well, I guess it's the question of whether it is an assault or whether you are going to theoretically show up as though you're a trade delegation and try talking to somebody a little bit first, or whether it's like come in, you know, start burning well, buildings and demanding answers, right? Well, like we could, we I I feel like we could say, hey, get Yankee. Uh, come in one day right like or something like one day behind us or something right like uh we we're gonna go close by and i could send sending to their leader to say sure. as soon as we need them just be like come in yeah yeah i i, I like calling in an airstrike <laughs> <laughs> right. i kind of like the idea of doing it uh black order style like from infinity war where it's like you know the four of us go and try to find them and say hey this is the deal you know either you know you turn over to us or we bring you know all of this right because because we don't 100 percent know exactly what to expect in the purple rocks (laughs) (laughs) yeah from someone's perspective yeah you're about to be yeah so so yeah i mean considering we don't know 100 percent what to expect let's go like you know just us on our airship with our you know 30 soldiers or whatever but as the trade delegation sure and then see what's up um and effectively like what we did last session let's not try to kill anyone until we know we, like if we see a kraken <laughs> we'll do it immediately but uh I... but like let's do the investigation bit first as a plan, right? Maybe it doesn't even happen. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't even happen because, like, the second we show up, it's not an investigation of kind of scene, right, but it's a but it's a thought. Part. But it's a thought. Do armored trade delegations ever work? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know? <laughs> well, so like, is there a the most town? trade delegations don't show up in an airship with three red dragons well, to okay. like the most rinky dink far colony on you know like this would be the kind of trade delegation you would send. Like from Waterdeep to like Neverwinter. Kalimport, you know, right, like sure. another huge metropolis. Nuts. Ooh, this is this is not just a, so, a, a gun to a knife fight. This here, is here, like here, here's right. here's another thought I'm having is uh, the the airship. Do we have the ability to um, you know, like use it as a regular ship? Like, so could we? Does it go in the water? Yeah. Not very well. Okay, because my it, thought was like. I mean, not like, you know, try to hide the fact that we have this, like, you know, super fancy airship or whatever, but just like, like, if we. Yeah. It doesn't look like a regular ship, right? I I don't know if you remember the picture of it, but it's got, like, it's got glass on part of the bottom of it, and some of the sails are, like, on the sides (laughs) and go below the whole line, right? Like, it wouldn't. There's a ballista below it. I remember. (laughs) I remember. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, like, some of our options, right? Although, if we set it down the water, that. Bottom ballista might be helpful against the Kraken. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is, if you look at the picture too, like there's like the second level of it, it, it is has some railings and is open, and it's not clear whether that would actually be below the water line, right? And just flood right yeah. in. So it's not designed for marine use. And Marjorie was pretty sure. clear about that. So in the absence of that, I'm just literally pulling on threads here. No like real concrete you know, plan. Uh, but like, if we are trying to go anything less of a delegation with thirty soldiers, thirty-five, you know, you know, soldiers, 
which we obviously have. Um, Forty, if you're counting both berserker teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Numbers and some are, lovely sheep. Then, yeah, we <laughs> used to do bones. Yeah. Um, well, then, then what? What is the rough plan? I mean, we, we don't have to do this like all right this second as it's a, what do we do at the beginning of next no, session? No, you guys are real good at planning in between sessions when I'm hence, pulling your fingernails to do when it. I'm pulling no message received up. from Funny Mike. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the, I, I really think that the question comes down to, are we trying to approach them are we trying to approach them directly? Are we trying to attack them directly? Are we trying to infiltrate and then bring people in? Well, there was also the Valkyrie Temple something. Mm -hmm. there, right, there's, like there. right, there's a mystery like, of this abandoned temple or possibly abandoned former temple of Valkyr. Yeah, honestly. I'll tell you that there's stuff that, to be investigated in Vilkstead that would be missed out on if you just do a, a like, if you decide to just start burning buildings yeah. from the air. I, but I'm interested in I'm realistic about, you know. Yeah, I, th I think I am too. I think we yeah. investigate and then and then we have because we don't know. Like again, it's a you know dirty little outpost in the middle of nowhere. Like in in fact, I have a, a kind of a cool one shot adventure that would be fun to adapt to like a quick little in town caper of like cool. figuring stuff out that I might try to see if it adapts well. And that would that would involve you guys not flexing on these guys so much, right? I like that. I like cool the time. idea of yeah, of like landing away and having sending like, and we have a signal or something set up, which is say we're going to come in on a rowboat. Yeah, we rode all the way here. Right. <laughs> well, where where are the boats? Like, would they're, they have? They're not fast enough to keep up with the airship. I guess that yeah, that was my question. Like, it, right? Okay. They're on is their way. Like by the time you're in Turin, they're maybe to Gunbarth. Okay. They're helping the Harpers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're resupplying your new your new plot. So we could fly back to Gunbarg, meet our ships there, and then take our ship in. You could yeah, if we wanted, if we really wanted to. But, no, I think we just well on the on the. I mean, you can the, just you can just walk into town and be like, yeah, you, we're here. We are right. You know, we're not going to answer key. you. We're, we're where we came from. Right. right. Where did yeah. you come from? That's right. <laughs> what are you doing on our island? Where did any of us come from? Right. I mean, we don't we don't need that much cover. Like we're going to investigate, yeah. but it's like as soon as we start turning the over the wrong yeah. rocks or our, whatever, somebody's going to the jig is up, and then our, as soon as our, you start turning over the wrong purple rocks, right? Uh, our ship crashed on the other side of the <laughs> island, and that's why we're walking into town from here or whatever. Like, yeah. Well, look who's got the story. There you go. <laughs> right, there we go. That's a story. It doesn't mean we have to, yeah. But all, all, all told, like I said, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I think... investigating is my. Uh, right. I, what I, I'm hearing I is that. I should prepare as though you're not coming in guns blazing. Yeah. Right. Correct. But but with the uh, with the ability to call for backup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with soon. like major airstrike capability. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, like right around the available. <laughs> right. Right. And in which case, I'm glad we have someone who can pilot the thing. And fly oh yeah, it. good thing you hired that transmitter. Good. Good yeah. call. So that's that was a all lot right. of fun. I had a lot of fun tonight. Good times. Yeah. That's good. That was good. good. Okay. Yes, you now have Gith Yankee allies. Good job. Sweet. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new world having allies. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Cool. Mike, sending us out. This is the end. Woohoo. Woo right. Good night, Jets. Good night. Thanks, guys. <laughs>